Material Components. Episode 100, Tuning Up. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about intelligent items and the adventurers who love them. I am your humble dungeon master, Mike Gargoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. Thanks for D&D being here times time. 100. <gasps> oh, we did it, guys. <laughs> 100. Y'all ready to wrap up this campaign in this session? <laughs> yep, let's do it. We're gonna we're gonna do a twelve do hour session. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go straight wow. from this to work in the morning. That's gonna make uh, yeah all of my social interactions tomorrow real high quality. <laughs> Look, if not for the global pandemic and our distinct need to not be in the same place at the same time, I would have tried to organize something to that effect, but. Mm. We are not, so we will not, and thus we press on. Uh, hi, everybody. Speaking of pressing on, I, for the 100th time, am Olivia, and nope, didn't meant to switch those. I'm Olivia every day of my life, but uh, I am Tears of Cloakbearer for the 100th time, and I am child a child of the Outer Storm. God, that was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, but we liked what you did there. Yeah, it yeah. was some. It was something. Yeah, we got um, through it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I am Elliot, and I am playing Cherish Ironstrike, the Tiefling Sorcerer, for the one hundredth time. I am Michael Lisman, and I am playing Sid Emberlight for the one hundredth time in a row. Oh. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Grawl for the fourth time, <laughs> the Hobgoblin Warlock. <laughs> Wait. That's his whole name. For the fourth time. The mm. Oh, uh, his middle name. Never mm-hmm. before heard. Yeah, I know. I've been waiting this whole time, a hundred episodes, to finally share that. <laughs> You're welcome. And technically, it is a hundredth plus, like, some odds and ends, because we yeah. also have missing dark, our dark episodes. There are oh. dark episodes, but there are also strange sideways uh, caveats in the form of the uh, times you played yourselves from alternate reality. So, you know what? It evens out, I think. Yeah, that's no, true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but least so, ways... So, this is a clip show we're doing? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. It, it is a four-hour clip show. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's look back at some of our favorite Matcom moments. <laughs> <laughs> but but we don't have clips. We just have to recreate yeah, it. We yeah, we just have to yeah. remember From what they memory. were. <laughs> remember Chapathy, guys? That was wild. God, oh, I get so attached to him. Um, <laughs> says every He's GM perfect. ever. Yeah, that's about right. But of course, uh, before we begin today's episode, which is not, in fact, a clip show because of no. some important things that need to happen before yeah. we can start clipping up into favorite moments. I think some closure, or at least approaching some closure on this grand adventure is called for. So, before we begin, I must ask the question that I ask every time, and that is, do you remember what happened last time? 
We completed our stealth infiltration mission and didn't burn down the building. <laughs> close, though. Boy, howdy, were we close. You know, if I had known that ever, that Grawl was just going to take that crossbow off the wall and just totally give away that we were there, I probably would have been down with burning the building, you know? <laughs> I've, I've spent the past week going, why, when I found out that we were taking shit, did Tears of Not insist on burning this place to the ground? <laughs> I was just like, maybe, I mean, he'll notice the journal eventually, which is one of the three items that were taken from his mm-hmm. apartment. Like, obviously, he's going to notice that. The scroll, he would eventually notice um, that Tears are found uh, locked away in his, like, like part of his bed, mm-hmm. um, which was revealed to be a scroll of word of recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, although we don't know where that goes. It's true. You found a, a scroll of word of recall, which is a teleportation spell that can allow the caster and up to five creatures to teleport to a location predetermined by the caster. So where this scroll leads is probably what Atticus Carter might consider a safe haven of some kind. Now, Mike, I know you've prepared for a lot of possibilities in this session. Is one of them us using that scroll at the beginning of this session? Oh, 100% yes. Oh, good. Okay. That's, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, that's be, what I'm going to vote for. I would be disappointed <laughs> if Mike wasn't prepared for that chaotic, <laughs> stupid thing we could do. <laughs> God, I want to do it now, though. Wouldn't oh, that be look, funny? that's just completely up to you whether or not you use the scroll of recall immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll leave that to you. What else happened sure. last session besides uh, completing your stealth mission and managing to get away, at least for the time being, uh, scot-free? Yeah, I had a crossbow. Yeah, you did yes, do that. The, yeah. We were just talking. Crossbow stolen by Grawl. I just want to. I want to make sure everyone knows. <laughs> I ate a crossbow. Oh, you ate Normal a crossbow. people can't do That's that. True. Yeah. After stealing it, you did then eat it. This is true. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, anyone can eat a crossbow. It's just whether or not they mm-hmm. have to do it all in one go like you can. Everyone else would probably yeah. have to break it down into smaller component pieces and then suffer <laughs> mightily on the passage outward. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are like metal bits in there. I'm just saying, That's no you good. could. <laughs> Let's break down exactly how that would work. Uh, <laughs> Very painfully, but leastways. Yeah. Um, we also discovered uh, quite a quite a bit about Atticus Carter's connection to, I mean, A, the plan, and B, our tiefling friend, mm-hmm. and her parents care to illuminate uh both me and the listeners about what those connections and uh information that you discovered might have been i don't know if that's my story to tell yeah it's mine (laughs) it's it's crawls it's crawls it is i mean you did discover that that, uh, atticus carter might have had some uh, shocking uh, connections to um, many members of your party that you might Uh, once have considered unconnected to the the vaster plot mm-hmm. um i mean i'm not gonna put the i mean you you've just listened to the, whoever's listening to this listen to the last episode if you don't remember all the info dump and go listen to it again but like 
bullet it's points. all right there. I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> but um, Atticus Carter has some connections to Kania. Um, the, uh, there was a letter within the journal um, that bared some striking similarities to one that Cherish has. Um, uh, <laughs> there's just, I wrote down so many things. Yeah. Um, the long and short of it seems to be that Atticus Carter is deeply involved in a long-term plot to destabilize to... the valley. Yeah. Mostly and... focusing towards the end of killing the old mage. Yeah. Which is just a cog in a greater machine, which may or may not lead to the overthrowing of Asmodeus by Mephistopheles. Which, like, if it's it was Tuesday, little decapitation. Yeah. Yeah. Must be overthrowing Asmodeus. Some mm. serpent head cutting off of. God, words are really hard. <laughs> Whether or not no. the, the, the metaphor there was indeed a metaphor when it came to beheading the great serpent uh, remains to be seen. See, that's like the other problem is that there's, there's also so a great much serpent. serpent imagery. <laughs> huh. Hey, Mike, Mike, huh. I know that at the beginning of this campaign, I was like, hey, put all of this serpent in imagery yeah. into at least my section of it. Yeah, and, and then, then Elliot was like, my dad's it. Mephistopheles, woo! Yep. <laughs> Mike, how Good. could you reveal that I've been covering my accent this whole time? Now I have to start doing it the whole podcast. That's on you. Because you put me on blast. <laughs> this is the real Cherish. This is the real I Cherish and the real Elliot. Actually, that was a that was a thing I I was planning uh thinking about doing was being like, no, this I is actually how Cherish sounds. But leastways, besides my players handing me serpent imagery, both uh from several different directions, oh. um, you then discovered through the reading of the journal that you stole that Atticus Carter had indeed uh, worked to destabilize the valley towards the end of killing the old mage, which may or may not serve a greater purpose. You're pretty sure it does. But leastways, the method with which he intended to kill the old mage was one of a bit of subterfuge in combination with some type of weapon that you've been slowly seeing bits and pieces from different sections of the valley funneling towards the creation of something. You don't know what but its purpose is to destroy the old mage. And it's probably bad. And it's probably bad. The whole destabilizing the valley and causing chaos in Stormhaven and making sure the Lord Mayor is dead and that the guilds are now feuding, that all seems to be just a look-over-here distraction for whatever the next phase of the plan is. And unfortunately, in reading this journal, you discovered that the next phase of the plan is happening sooner rather than later. Yeah. <clears throat> Why is it that that that's the way it always is? It's never like, hang on, let's put it off for a week. Listen, let's not Things contribute aren't... to crunch culture and Yeah. <laughs> well, the the long and short of it is is that the actions of a certain group of adventurers has <laughs> very much uh, caused the foe to react. Oh the no. The breadless? Was it the Here breadless? It is. Hmm. The consequences of my own actions. <laughs> How could I have foreseen? Um, well, you know, we had... 
Yeah. <laughs> that was that one is kind no. of on us. No, we could yeah. have taken longer to get up here. We could have gone down to Amberfell. So you know, we could have true. walked from Fair Ames here. That's true. Yeah. Look, yeah. there are lots of ways this could have gone differently, but as of right now, you stand poised at the edge of a calamitous ruin for yourselves, everyone you know, and everything you've ever known. Because when the old mage dies, whatever magics she uses three times a day to keep the outer storm at bay will fail. Bummer. Big bummer. Cow bummer. bummer. One might even say a Mondo bummer. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Name of the episode, a Mondo <laughs> bummer. <laughs> Well, no, really, that, really that remains, remains to be, to be seen. seen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Amando Bun. Uh, oh Amando Bummer. Uh, Amando Bunder is my next D and D character. <laughs> I've decided Amando Bunder. It's a good character name, actually. I like. Like it. really, it's really, really, really close to Marlon Bundo, who is Ooh, Mike yeah, Pence's yeah, yeah. rabbit. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, um, we also uh, one last thing of hmm. of what happened last episode is that our good good friend Camion is here. Hmm. So now the threadless, at least the ones that exist on the material plane, are all or wherever well, this is are mostly together. <laughs> Here's what well we traded out one for the for Grawl. <laughs> yeah. Look, most of the and looks like just together. like that you've lost another threadless. I, I decided I'm taking a vacation. Fuck this place. Later, nerds. You oh wake yes, up I and forgot this is isn't my ish. Huh. It's spring up in up in enclave. I'm gonna go sit on the beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, you now have taken the night to yourselves to rest and recuperate and. Come the morning, you had intended to go on an investigation spree, as with the addition of Camion, you learned that there is a realm scar yet remaining in Stormhaven, and its location is beneath the Bard's Guild, in the middle of the city, on Hall Hill. Mm-hmm. So... It is the second of bloom in 521 within the Tempest Rest Valley. You've all received a long rest, unless there is anything in particular you needed to accomplish in the the wee hours of the morning. I'm assuming a watch was kept. Yeah. As you are. No ambush. <laughs> no ambush. Oh, oh. Cool. <laughs> That's good. I like it when that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. But yes, unless there is anything any of you need to accomplish while your companions are asleep, or perhaps while you are asleep, you will awake on the second of bloom, fully rested, recuperated, your allies with you, the next step of your journey to be decided. Is there uh, anything that Grawl wants to do in his in his sleep? Well, I wanted to go play hopscotch in Atticus Carter's brain, you know. Yeah, but I haven't really figured out how to do that yet. 
or tried. Um, and I don't know if I, if doing it alone is a good idea. Talila doesn't seem all too keen on helping me. Reed, may I posit how funny it would be if we all woke up in the morning and you were like, oh yeah, I went and killed him. He's dead now. <laughs> he didn't have his crossbow to, to protect him. <laughs> him with his own weapon. It's weird, weird that he yeah. didn't have that in his dream. <laughs> yeah. I hope he's just like, he's just dreaming about how big and awesome it, his beautiful plan is and how it's all coming together. And the only thing that would blow it up is to, uh, you know, proton torpedoes into a uh, into a small uh, vent. Small exhaust port? Yeah. It's so small, it doesn't even show up on the schematics, actually. Yeah. Um, Mads Mickelson did that for us. It's true, he did. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Galen Urso. Leastways, I take that as a no, then, Grawl? Nope, not gonna do it tonight. Okay. In that case, yes, you all come to on the second of Bloom. What do you do? Guess that's just sitting and staring at each other. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. So I guess we should, you know, probably discuss more about what we want to do going forward. But and I'll kind of wave uh, the uh, um, the journal. And, um, <laughs> like, texted Elliot, uh, Mike, they didn't say thank you, Galen Urso. They said thank <laughs> you specifically to Mads Mickelson. I know. Um, <laughs> um, kind of waving the journal, like, we've been pretty lucky for the last eight hours, um, but we probably shouldn't hold on to this. Oh, Makes oh, sense. Okay. Should we leave it somewhere uh, to create a false trail, or should we just Burn destroy it? it? I mean, I could use a snack. And keep in mind that you've only absorbed about half of this journal's contents. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I was at the impression. Yeah, so if you, you Grawl... managed to get to about roughly 20 years ago. Okay. And this journal goes back about 60 years. Yeah. If Grawl eats it, it mm -hmm. goes to the archive. Is that correct? You have no uh, idea. Grawl, Grawl no. if you... Yeah. How did... No? no? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What happens when you eat books with your sword? I... I think Weird I've sentence really I'm saying like one book really, honestly. Like it's been like one book total. And that was a so wizard we... spell book. Yeah, and so I got like a spell out of I got a cantrip out of that shit. I it it could be. It could be in the archive. I I don't know. I've never exactly gone looking for it. So I mean could you ask not? Or boom, scroll, mod. Do so you transform books. your hexblade into a scroll? Yep. Okay. Okay. And then I'll ask it, uh, like, 
whether or not books show up in the archive or they're just completely consumed. Now, remember, like when you use this essence. ability, it is essentially casting... Augury? Uh, no. Um, Which one is it? The one where clerics talk to their gods. Crap. Blank oh, uh, commune. uh... Commune. No, it's... Yeah. I almost said communion, so that would... <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it's kind of like community. You ever seen that show? It's It's very much like that. Somehow. So it, it's yes or yeah. no questions. Okay. Well, I mean, I can do that. So, like, do the books that are, do, does information that is, like, consumed retain its exact form in the archive? Yes or no? No. Okay. So, awesome. Thank you. That's all I needed. Have a great day. You have two Night. more questions if you want them. Uh, hmm. Should have thought about this before I did it. That sounds like most of my decisions. Hmm. Um. Does the you could ask Mott if the information goes straight into your brain? <laughs> do Do I get a PDF downloaded into my brain? <laughs> you could ask him if he is able to access that information at right. all yeah, so, after it's well, destroyed. So yeah, like is the things. is the information accessible afterwards? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Um does it go to the real archive though? No. Okay. All right, so that's good to know. Give I me will... an intelligence check real quick. Okay. Uh, while he is doing that, could I could I do something? I, I don't know that this will do anything at all, but can I cast Divine Sense on this book? Is there something... I guess that doesn't detect magic, though, huh? I can detect magic, though. That's true. Um, if there's anything inherently like fucked up about this book, where if we just try to the destroy content. it, uh, Mephistopheles will just appear. Hmm. I'm glad that, that it looks cool? a lot like the the book, like the journal or whatever, or like the desk planner from uh, American Psycho. <laughs> yeah, it mm -hmm. terrible. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's a four. Okay. Uh, yeah, you have no idea where the information would go. Um, okay. If once your hex blade destroys it, yeah. But the fact that it's accessible seems weird if it's not in the archive. I mean, I can make assumptions that Mott would maybe be the one retaining that information, given that he is technically the hex blade. It is the thing, so. I don't know, maybe, but there's no way of me going like, oh yeah, it's totally this this one thing. Mm -hmm. And when you go to sleep, then you could see about accessing that. Like, you could go to him and be like, hey man, can you tell me where to find yeah, this information? Yeah, good idea. Let's just, let's just wait another day and then take mm -hmm. another long rest 
and then I just we need to get that. rid of this book, and I'd yeah. like to have access to yeah. the information in it. That's so. true. Yeah. Well, that's fine. I can do it, or we cannot do it. It's fine. The other, I think, the other another idea I had that is kind of risky because we would be taking this thing out, unlike the thing that's already in the bag of holding, but. We realized that we were being tracked with Lucrezia's chains, a sentence I say out loud. Um, so we could put the book in there as well. I could eat Lucrezia's oh. chains. That's always been an option, I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I'm... it's been in the bag, so it's like out of sight, out, out of, of mind. Yeah, out of sight, out of yeah, mind. Out of sight, out of stomach, yeah. Yeah, mm. so you can't do that because I have cool things that I want to do with them. Oh, I I can't They're have my them because you've now. already called dibs. They're your I'm trophy. the one okay. who killed her, so I'm I get them. I'm starving to death. <laughs> to answer your question originally, Olivia, I would answer that question with another question, and that is, do you use your divine sense on the book? Why not? I have a bunch of those. A couple of those. Sure. You're really good at those. I don't have to make a roll for those. So I know. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> the only things I have to roll for I'm bad at. There are yeah. several things you know about the book. One, it's old. Two, the letter that's, that's now contained inside that book was not affected by the invisibility spell for some reason. And three, there is apparently a distinct lack of sense that you get from the book. Like, as in the actual, like, text of it? As in, like, when you're reaching out with your divine sense, trying to feel out the existence oh. of celestials, undead, and good and evil, there is kind of just an absence where the book is. You wouldn't necessarily even notice it unless you were focusing on the book, which you are. But, like, if this thing was just in a room, it would be significantly undetectable by magical senses. Yeah. Hmm. That's not great. Can Does I that while I'm... with anything else? I don't think so. Um, I'm flipping back through my notes because you are aware that there are certain things that go about undetected. That's part of the reason the old mage has never been able to get a bead on Atticus Carter. Yeah, I was just about to say, Atticus, yeah. Atticus Carter himself is undetectable. Yeah, yeah. I guess I I just mean, like, specifically with... I've never had this sensation happen, I don't think, with my, my divine no. sense. Oh. The, the like, anti-rhymestone that we found didn't do that? It was... We still have that. That's you so funny. I forgot that. about that. <laughs> the, the, the rhinestone that was apparently being grown by Phineas Finebrook. Yeah. Right. Uh, Gosh, yeah, that, so it, that was just when Grawl eat. was trying to, like, detect magic on it. It detected as kind of the absence of magic. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Um, can, while I'm, while this effect is still in place, can I kind of, like, sift through the book to get to the actual, like, letter. Does I'm assuming Cherish it's, like, different. let that happen? Yeah, do you mind? Yeah. I, I don't do anything, like, you know, 
just a sense. Read it out loud. Gonna, like destroy it or anything. I mean, no it's one like else. a text you get in the middle of class, and the teacher catches you. You have to read it out loud. No one else can read it because it's an in infernal. But yeah, um, yeah. Looking at the letter, if you take it out Is the of the writing book, on here, is super evil. No, writing in and of itself isn't inherently evil. Uh, in fact, what you sense from the letter is an overwhelming, like, positivity and good. There's just, like, this scent of a warm woodland air. And that kind of, like, transposes itself as a feeling of good that overcomes you. I'm gonna keep that to myself. Oh, okay. What about the note that Cherish has been carrying around is something well, that Sid would say if he knew anything about yep. this. Too, too bad. <laughs> too bad nobody can ask that question. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I don't. I guess I don't know why my Olivia's instinct is to say I wouldn't share that because I don't know why Tirza would keep it from you guys. Eh, I'll tell you, but I mean, I'll tell you about the journal as well. Like that, this isn't anything. It, it sort of weird. It's. Do you care to elaborate, Tirza? It's weird. It, it just. Uh... Uh, and Mike, correct me if I'm misinterpreting what you're saying, is that, like, it seems like when doing Divine Sense, I can... It's like uh, infrared, and there's, like, a black like a black box kind of sensation. Yeah, or, like, like if you yeah, look every, at the night sky, has... and there's, like, a patch of Vanta black. Yeah, like everything has enough of a tinge of these other things that I, you can you can sense them mm -hmm. existing in the space. Even Whereas just like a regular just, book, like a non like a. I think it read. I mean, I think in in that it doesn't read as celestial, fiendish, fey, or other. Mm. Un this undead book. That's a thing, but anyway, <laughs> not in this case. Yeah. Um, okay. No, it's more that just when Tirza's focusing her senses towards this object, uh, it, there is a distinct, yeah, like, just absence of any sensation, which is in, in and of itself odd. Not that it's particularly, books aren't particularly good or evil, it's just that, mm -hmm. like, it's like you're scanning across something and then there's just a blind spot for some reason, and then you mm -hmm. keep moving. And in a vast room full of books... You wouldn't even necessarily notice it, but if but you're just focusing, focusing on down book. onto it, it's becoming more obvious. Gotcha. And she'll she'll attempt to explain that as concisely as possible, but it's weird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Cherish would maybe would probably bring up the like maybe it has something to do with why the old mage can't sense Atticus Carter or Actually, if there's some sort of shielding magic on there maybe it can't be found even by Atticus Carter or it ugh, yeah, or, exists somehow outside of influences of 
Yeah. The celestial or fiendish. Or other. Yeah. Hmm. So, that knowledge under your belt, what are you doing? Okay. Our companions, Camion, Judah, and Talila stand ready to follow whatever lead you put forth. So we need to get into Hall Hill. It seems to be where all of this is pointing. We cannot get to Hall, uh, Hall Hill through Underhaven. Um, at least as far as I know. Um, well, we could, but it's it's like really, really dangerous, right? No, 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 no. That that's Old Haven. Okay. Hall Hall Hill. Uh, the there's a saying uh, uh, with Hall Hill. Um, no entrances into the Underhaven from Hall Hill. Um, it's, a, it's a really direct saying. I was kind yeah. of yeah. thinking something yeah. more flowery. Yeah, not even much of a saying. It's just a fact. Also, the metaphor is that there's less corruption in Hall Hill because there's no way for people to get in and out of Hall Hill via the the Underhaven. So there's less subterfuge. We also know that potentially this realm scar is beneath Hall Hill, so trying to get to it from below may would potentially be problematic. Yeah, Sid, you know that that's probably more metaphorical than it is actual truth. Odds are there are probably ways of getting in and out of Hall Hill via yes. the Underhaven, but if there are... But if they exist, I wouldn't know about yeah. them. Right. Um, okay. I say we buy some shovels. We got time. We don't have time. We have no, no time. We. It's the opposite of what we have. Um, I mean... So we, I mean, there's, oh, sorry. Go ahead. there's an entrance. I mean, we could just walk into Hall Hill. Um, I mean, we, we stand out, sure, but... Well, we you could ask, could reach out to Cesario again and see if he has any ideas for getting into Hall Hill and specifically, like, specifically without being caught by the Bard's Guild, but also probably, yeah, just in, in general... Um, and we do have, you know, some disguise abilities slash invisibility again. That's true. Um, how far are we from Hall Hill at, uh, at this? We're pretty north in Old Haven, correct? Yeah, I would say with your ultra abilities to traverse the city, you are less than an hour away from Hall Hill by direct means. Yeah. Uh, Getting into Hall Hill is trickier than other parts of the city because it is additionally fortified. Where Old Haven, like the walls of Old Haven are kind of riddled through like Swiss cheese at this point. Hall Hill is still like, you've really only got the three gates into Hall Hill. Yeah, there's the Starfall Street uh, entrance in the north. There's the Nova Road Street in the west, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, what uh, and what? What is the other one? Is that from Nightside? No, 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 no. Uh, oh. There is a uh, gate from Boing Boing. Oh, okay, gotcha. I mean, 
We could go through Boing Boing because it has a great name. <laughs> we also know that there is a warehouse that we have not checked out that way. We could always yeah. work our way by, see if there was anything suspicious going on. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know what we're going to find that this journal hasn't already helped, but uh, I mean, we don't know what are in their warehouses, but yeah. Camion would say, I suppose we have to figure out what our priorities are. Yeah. Is it finding and stopping Atticus Carter? And does that mean getting to whatever the Realm Scar is doing within the Guild Hall? When I first came to Stormhaven, my intent was to make a beeline for the Realm Scar. That has always been where my priorities lay. Yeah. I'm... I'm, I think I'm in agreement with you, Camion. Uh, it would be... It would make sense if whatever this dastardly scheme is had something to do with the Realmsgar. Again, I think the fact that it has not grown in influence is a definite indication that it is being manipulated somehow. Yeah. yeah. And... Judah would say, but the warehouses may contain something that the cult is organizing in order to cause whatever chaotic plan they had intended on the 15th, which is now happening sooner, apparently. Right. It is also possible that the warehouses are, I mean, because the Bard's Guild is in basically in charge of like all the essential supplies and materials that help run the city. That's um, food true, and textiles. Atticus Carter has had these for like a while. Yeah. But now he has them and there's no centralized government. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess I just mean like it, it would make sense that they are more um, not to be I think we can safely assume that, like, everything that Atticus Carter has been doing has been all uh, winding up to this big, horrible, huge thing. And so, like, everything's probably relevant to that in some way or another. I mean, that's true, yeah. It's so, certainly like, what the vibe from the journal has been. Yeah. What map of Stormhaven, what would the difference be, like... Not necessarily, yeah, we're just going to stop in at the warehouse and be like, oh, yeah, it's full of blankets or it's got it's 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 nothing but coats. Oh, it's de filled with demons, you know, full of disguise Us, kits. Strange. It's, oh. Yeah, it's nothing but disguise kits. Well, there are. But I can't tell that two distinct locations where the warehouses are located. Right. There is a cluster of them in. Uh, Riddlemead. Rural Mead, that was the mm -hmm. phrase I was looking for. And there's a cluster of them in Boing Boing. The Ribble Mead ones are a bit more spread out. The Boing Boing ones are a little bit more clustered together. And there is an entrance into Old Haven 
in Boing or from Boing Boing. So right. Oh, absolutely. So if we yeah, go? if we went to check the warehouse one in in Boing Boing, and then could just go from By there. Check the warehouse. We do mean leaving it a flaming ruin. Right. Unless it's full of food for starving people. Yeah. Well, yes. obviously. Hey, dude. I don't know what your goal is. Maybe you're, fuck the whole city, burn it all down, start start again. <laughs> I mean, my goal is pretty clear. It's to murder Atticus Carter in the this face. This is all just a plan to drive everyone into the open arms of the jar of shear. How I, dare I was just you? To say, I was How like, dare <laughs> you? I wish that Tirzo was like a crazy, awesome mastermind, but the long form baddie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Judah will say, oh, Of course, the other thing we have to consider is that any time spent doing anything else is time Atticus Carter and this cult may spend making all of this happen. Right. It's true, which yeah. is why a quick decision now is imperative. So boing, boing. Everyone, boing boing. Warehouse and boing boing. Well, we don't even know. Um, I, I'm trying to remember who tears. I think you suggested asking Cesario. I mean, I could use my pocket watch to because I believe that is communicated. Or do we have to say it out loud? I'm, I'm trying to remember the mechanics. Of that. You, uh, you have to say it out loud, but it is communicated telepathically. So he would have to respond out loud. I'm pretty sure. Right. So that mm, that might be tricky because it sounds like he is under surveillance constantly. Um, that is the impression you got from him when he was talking to you. Yeah. Just say to him, no need to respond. Come Ooh. meet us again. We'll have more pointed questions this time. About, or... Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, I got it. Um, I could ask him in Thieves' Camp. Definitely a possibility. Um, okay, great. Uh, I pull out the pocket watch. Mm-hmm. Um, need, and I say this in Thieves' Camp, uh, need a way into Hall Hill. Um, heading towards the Bard's Guild. Got any suggestions? And there's a beat. And then in Thieves Camp back, uh, the, the message itself is a him speaking offhandedly about a bar and that if you know where all the good, low-priced drinks are, you can definitely take advantage of uh, this place. And what he's actually saying to you is that there is something to be found in the basement of this bar. Meanwhile, the person he's talking to thinks he's just giving unsolicited bar advice. Mm -hmm. It's, like, helpful, but, like, Cesario, why? (laughs) 
he's looking at himself in the mirror. What? He's not talking to anyone. <laughs> it's early in the morning. Please. Oh, this is lovely. Up and about before eleven thirty. Go visit. It's got the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the bar uh, is called play. I'm play. I'm uh, <laughs> supervising. The bar is called the, the Tune Up. The Tune Up. That's a good name. Yes, that is, is a good name. Good job, Mike. Good job. Mm. It's like he's good at this or something. Yeah, weird. Mm. And apparently it is just outside of Hall Hill on the north side. So it is down along Starfall Street. Uh, that place is known for like very fine restaurants and stuff within Hall Hill. But on the north side of that is kind of a uh, very, very rich neighborhood in the small space between the Green Terrace Gate and the uh, Starfall Street Gate into Hall Hill. So what, whatever this bar is, it's in a ritzy neighborhood. Okay. I communicate this to the group. Okay, so... We need to dispose of the journal somehow, and then we should do that. Okay. Get to this bar. Oh, I was Unless... just gonna put we it can, in the bag. We could also just put it in I the bag. That we had... yeah. yeah, it's that was fine by me. It is incredibly valuable. Um, I mean, obviously, like I'm fifty fifty. I could put it in the bag of holding, or I could just chuck it over there. And Jerry just gestures off to her left. <laughs> That eat that shit would be first. a. I imagine he wants it back. So once we have the information, that is potentially a useful thing to use. Yeah, as leverage. Yeah. Or as like a, hey, locate this object. Psych, we're not here anymore. Yeah. Okay. So, in the bag holding. Stick it in there before we leave. Great. Okay. And I'm going to stop scrambling to buy battle maps for warehouses as you all (laughs) decide to head (laughs) toward the north end of Old Haven. But you know, we could check out a warehouse. Yeah, listen. You know what? It doesn't have to be any combat first thing, so. (laughs) It could just be any warehouse. It could be a building. It's at the the DM's discretion. What building are we setting on fire right now, Mike? Well, you are heading into an area where the buildings have already been pre fired. Uh, Ooh. Much. Like Gesso. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Uh, thanks to your good friend Pyrescale, you are going to be skirting the ruins of Godsboro, heading north from the location you're at. It'll be about an hour trek to get around Hall Hill up into this northern area of Old Haven. As you are all moving, yes, through the city streets, is there anything else you wanted to do before you left the Tipsy God? Like, Dawn disguises. It's not a terrible idea. You know that this general vicinity of the city is pretty well abandoned because it's a disaster zone. Yeah, I guess that's true. Any people who are up here are probably trying to take advantage of that fact. Or trying to, like, dig out what remains of their livelihoods. I mean, I'm, yeah, I am continuing to 
not go around in my armor, so I look pretty nondescript. Okay. All right. I can be John Humanman. We're in the bucket hat. And I'm Grawl. The Hobgoblin Warlock. (laughs) (laughs) And Delilah is clutching at that obsidian skull that she carries around, and George is nowhere to be seen. Oh, yeah. Maybe uh, we we totally messed up yesterday by telling you to make George as big as possible. Oh, he's still going to be very big. Okay, that's okay. good. That's great. I'll, I'll summon him when people. we need the screaming to start. Yeah, that's a good idea. That is what we should have said, was, hey, how about he shows up when the screaming... That's exactly what I was to thinking. Start. Right, when the screaming <laughs> needs to start. Were you thinking okay. about the screaming? Right. Mm. I'm always thinking about the screaming. <laughs> I was just about to say the same thing, Delilah. Now, is our signal for summoning George all of us just screaming in tandem? I assume that's what happened last time. Exactly, mm. and it worked really well. Mm. So, signal. sounds great. Okay. Camion will like glance around and say, I did not see George when I came here last night. Um, that means he expected. was doing a great job. Uh, yeah, you think I'm stealthy. Judah will just pat a hand on Camion's shoulder. It is best not to think about these things. Just accept that she is on our side and be glad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our lives could be Way, way more difficult. Without our bones. Oh, is that an option? Nah, no. not right now. Okay. I'm dead. Right now! Listen, Tirza, it's a hard... Listen, Tirza, it's been no. a hard couple of months. She, has, she needs something to look forward to. No, and, and <laughs> Cherish, listen, I get it, and I've already resigned myself to what's going to, ha- going to happen to my bones after I perish. You get to hang out with George. What's the what's the problem? Get to hang out in no. George. I get to be you get George. to be George. God, the power. <laughs> it's true. Heading north, you are moving through the haze around the outskirts of Godsboro. Right. The Grand Cathedral is no more. Any outbuildings owned and operated by the Divine Athenium have been abandoned. Here and there you'll see people moving about in the haze, trying to fill up carts or wagons, whether or not you don't know if they're looters or people just trying to move their belongings. Sometimes it's more obvious than others. It, uh, yeah, it's bad up here. It, it is the aftermath of a disaster. The air is hot and it stings, and as you move closer to the rim of the the center, as you have to skirt it on the way north, you feel as though the air is getting hotter as you're moving in that direction. The, the smog gets more intense, cutting visibility down to less than 50 feet. And there are little motes of burning ash that you can see in the air occasionally. They just flicker like fireflies through the haze of the early morning. As you're moving northward still, I need everyone to give me perception checks. 
Yeah. Now, because of the smoke, do we have disadvantage? No. This has nothing oh, to right. do with your eyes. Oh. Oh. My special eye. It's that feeling you get deep down low in your stomach. IBS? <laughs> it's IBS. Yeah. Wowzers. Oh, uh, huh. That's, uh, yeah. It's, uh, I'm guessing it's, it's somewhere between 1 and 20. Yeah, you, you could say it. Well, no. <laughs> without the modifier. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah. yeah, without your modifiers. Uh, I got a natural 20, uh, so a total sure. of 30. God, you're so <laughs> good. So perceptive. Less good. Dirty 20? But still good. 30? What else we got? 13. 13. I got a 9. I'm not sure what is distracting Cherish, but... It's my IBS. <laughs> <laughs> All I can hear is, is Keep it in check. lower intestines screaming. So, so... <laughs> Churning Something about that crossbow is just not sitting right. It's the, the occasional. You guys hear that? What was that? It's like a dog that doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> you look at your own butt. <laughs> what the hell was that? I've never done that before. That's new. Character growth. Most of you, but all of you except for Cherish, feel a faint tremor beneath your feet it's ever so faint but uh, like Sid you would see a, a piece of brick fall off a building and just like clatter to the ground it's not dramatic or anything but it is definitely a very mild earthquake almost imperceptible but as you're planting your steps you, you feel it running up your legs and there's a, a, a half a second where, like, little bits of, like, a building might fall off, and it might have just been the wind. Hmm. But, like, it's not like window panes rattle or anything. Yeah. But How long does it last? Seconds. Seconds, okay. And it's... And th we're, we're basically on the crater right now. We're, like, right outside the rim of the crater. You're moving so. past it, yeah. I wouldn't say you're next to the rim of the crater. You don't actually know where the actual crater is. A crater is a bit of a misnomer. It's more of like something happened and a sinkhole opened up. Mm. It's not like a Tung Tunguska event, like impact crater. It's like something hit and then the empty space that was beneath kind of opened up. Mm -hmm. Duh. Odd, right? I mean, look at look at what's happening. Uh, true. Now, Sid, you would know if you were in Mason's way, this wouldn't be unusual. There are right. like minor tremors in that neighborhood all the time because the Underhaven, or at least the first layer of it, has been thoroughly converted into living quarters, and there's constant mining happening over there. Right. This section of the city it's a little odd. Well, odd. But what would what could be happening over here that would cause mining-like sensations? Hmm. Miners. That's something under how the mines ground. are made. Something under the ground. It's possible. Miners aren't made in mines. I don't know if you do anything with this information, but it's something you notice on your trek northward. It yeah, is I think yours just mentions it. 
Hmm? Otherwise, how do you become a miner? You have to be born in a mine. So that's just science. As you continue moving, you eventually round the corner of Hall Hill and head into the ritzier neighborhood, the smog lessening as you continue to move. Eventually, the air is fairly clean. It seems as though the, the winds move in such a way that this neighborhood is fairly clear. You can't see the sky. There's still enough smog that it kind of like cuts down visibility above you, but it's way more breathable here, and it's not necessarily as imposing or ominous. The The wind kind of moves with the tide of the river and shunts it away from this area of the city. You have a feeling if you kept moving northward, Green Terrace is probably fine, albeit maybe a little wilty. Yeah. One or two more dinosaurs, you know, <laughs> give or take. Give or take. Uh, but yeah, as you're moving, you eventually find yourselves, after about an hour of travel, it is getting close to, I would say, probably 10 a.m. at this point. You got a fairly early start after some discussion. Uh-huh. And you see in the distance the tune-up. It is a... Well, it's clearly a restaurant and a bar. It is not a, an inn by any stretch. Uh, and it clearly caters to people of a bardic persuasion. There is advertising out front that uh, lets people know that there is an open mic night two times a week. There mm-hmm. is a more professional competition, apparently, that happens on the weekends. Where people, like, come in and perform and try to get some kind of prize. You don't know what the actual stakes are, but, like, the the competition is called the Platinum Ring. If you could win the Platinum Ring, you've done something to earn it. Ribeye. And in in this part of the city at this time, is there people coming and going, or is this still pretty abandoned? Uh, Oh, there are absolutely people uh, coming and going. In fact, the the difference is stark. Like, you'll, you'll cross a specific street, and you don't know what makes the demarcation line, but then suddenly you're just in an affluent chunk of the city where business is going about as usual. There's no signs of fighting between the alchemists and teamsters guilds. There's no presence, as far as you can tell, of bards guild, like, organizers. This is a a small little wedge of the city that is trying to hold on to normality. Okay. It probably speaks to its relative isolation to the rest of the city. Yeah. This little sliver between two gates to the north and to the south. Um, If we wait and... and I, if I wait and kind of observe people coming and going from this bar, uh, am I? Do I see any sort of bard, bard's guild regalia? Um, you said this was sort of tailored towards a, a bardic uh, persuasion, but am I seeing like bard's guild people coming and going? Give me a perception check. Sure thing. Uh, that's not a natural 20, but still pretty good. Uh, 27. Sitting nearby from uh, an alley down the street, you can tell that the tune-up abuts the wall 
next to Hall Hill. So it's kind of its back wall is kind of like up against the wall there. Mm-hmm. And you don't see people coming and going necessarily. It's pretty early in the day for people to be coming and going from a establishment like this. I guess that's true. Yeah. If there's another entrance to this place, you don't know about it. There's appears to just be the one door in and out of this place. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the back no- of it is against the wall, so there's no back alley. Right. There's probably a side door like for deliveries, but you don't necessarily you'd have to like get closer to find it. I was mm-hmm. gonna say, yeah, it doesn't look like there's a cellar of any kind or anything like that. You From this know. far away, yeah, I guess no, there's no obvious. There's no like storms door. No sign that says secret hideout on it. Weird. <laughs> I mean, there'd be a small sign near the front that says deliveries around the side. Yeah. Hall Hill this way. I mean, you're looking at uh, Hall Hill when you look at this place. It's behind the wall that's behind this bar. That's true. You can see the the sweeping towers of the guild halls beyond where you stand. You know, the the Bard's Guild Hall is probably about 500 yards to the southeast of where you stand. Okay. I think that I am going to scope out this bar uh, and I will let you all know what I find. How's that Ooh, sound? Okay. It's fine by me. All right. Great. Okay. We're going to jump. Be back in a bit. Shout if you need anything. I hold Don't up. Don't scream, the... though. Otherwise, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, not trying to necessarily be stealthy, but like just casually walking, trying to look like a. Inconspicuous. Yeah, just a regular human man. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like John Humanman would be. Yeah. Just okay. a regular Joe. <laughs> uh, give Stop me it. a stealth roll. That's not like you're not actively sneaking, but this is your fly casual roll. Right, exactly. You're trying to be unobtrusive. Uh, that is a 23. Okay. Walking up, you see that it is open. Uh, coming inside, you find a large, single-level establishment. Well, single-ish level. Uh, the vast majority of this place is taken up by what appears to be a sunken, almost arena, in the, in the hmm. middle of the floor here. This bar is fairly large, all things considered. If you had to guess, you would say the establishment probably actually goes into the back wall a little bit. So they probably excavated the wall so that this place doesn't actually abut the wall. It actually, like, is inside the wall to some extent. Damn. You can see a long bar across this enormous pit in front of you and tables of differing sizes rounding the floor on all sides around this pit. The pit itself is uh, steeped with kind of bleacher-style seating, some of it sectioned off into private boxes, some of it in broader, more public, just raw bench for people to sit on, and it circles a stage at the bottom of the pit. 
that is lit by several glowing spheres that hang above the stage. There are several stools set up on the stage, but currently no one is there. Uh, there is not much in the way of activity inside this place. You can see mm-hmm. across from you and across the, the pit is, uh, like I said, a long bar, and there are maybe a couple of people sitting at the bar, and they're clearly getting service. Uh, there's maybe one group of people off to the side at a table. It seems as though they're having a meal served to them, but otherwise this place is pretty empty, and you think you could probably have a couple hundred people in here. Okay. These aren't peak hours. No, you know. absolutely not. Yeah. Um, and I'm not seeing any... Um, just getting a quick glance around, I'm not seeing any uh, uh, Bard's Guild sort of regalia. I'm not seeing any Bard's Guild uh, insignias on the wall. Oh, no, you're or... absolutely seeing that. Okay, yeah. Right. In fact, the first thing you're struck with as you walk through is a broad poster just to the left of the uh, the, the stand, which would probably have the front of house people, but right now there's just a sign that says seat yourself. Um but that the poster is writ large. It has a schedule of the week with different performers at different days. Uh, it includes listing that they also have the uh, the open mic nights and the the platinum ring competition. Hmm. It is apparently apparently a weekly affair. Uh, they and probably the vast majority of the performers that are listed on this poster have the Bard's Guild insignia emblazoned next to their name. Probably only one doesn't. Apparently uh, a a stand-up comedian of some kind. I want to know about this stand-up comedian, Mike. (laughs) Do you have this character's name? Do you have their backstory? Do you have, like, their desires? Their wants? Uh, It's someone named Bartholomew Keeper. You don't know who... I fucking knew it. You don't know who this is. God damn you! (laughs) As soon as Lisbon oh. was like, I want to know more about this guy. I was like, it's probably fucking Beekeeper is who it fucking is. Apparently he's performing tonight. Um, oh, oh, we gotta catch we, that performance. We, What's he performing? Like I said, he's some kind of stand-up comedian? or just, It just says next to his name, comedy. He's probably like a Carrot Top style prop comedy. Like, fucking Gallaghering some yeah, melons. But it's a beehive. Oh no! <laughs> you don't know. Every every punchline is release the bees. <laughs> There's only one punchline. It's only it's a very short set. But leastways, yeah. Uh, other than that, you see portraits along the walls of famous Bard's Guild members who have apparently played here. Hmm. Uh, you definitely see a portrait of Hypatia Dirge. There's one of. Uh, the the former leader of the Bard's Guild, uh, Tegan Horn Sabbath. There are, yeah, uh, other bards you'd probably recognize have portraits on the walls here. Uh, yeah. Tellurius Bang, who is a, a a master of percussion instruments. Calva Merrywhistle, the the halfling flautist. Uh. But, uh, yeah, as you're walking in, that's what you see. Okay. 
Um, how far away is the bar from from where I'm where I'm at? Probably hundred or so feet from the entrance. Can I see from here? Like uh, the people working the bar. There is one person working the bar, and you can see off to the side and the the wings um, near a, a set of double doors that swing back and forth. Uh, there is a a server hovering there, kind of looking at you, waiting for you to read the sign and take a seat. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and and sit down. Um, and just kind of, I mean, my dealings with the Bard's Guild were pretty limited. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I saw, saw them in a very specific, uh, way, but am I seeing any familiar faces as far as patrons or, or, or staff here? Um, hmm. let's see. Leave the, I was about to say, I don't know, but I'm going to leave this to the dice. We shall see. Um, that is... No, no one you recognize. Okay. Well, that's good. You've maybe even been here before. Cesario may have taken you here at least once. Right. And uh, did he ever mention what the Platinum Ring was? Or did I ever hear about what it was specifically? Give me a history check. See if you were paying attention. <laughs> this uh, this isn't going to be a plus, you know, ten or thirteen. I'm just going to give everybody yeah. a heads up on that. Weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Minus one. Uh, that's going to be an eight. <laughs> you have no clue. <laughs> Probably a ring made of platinum. Yeah. Loved it. Sounds expensive. Yeah. Probably is. Yeah. So you going in? You take a seat. Yeah, yeah. There is a, a half-elf woman who bustles up, and as soon as you, basically as soon as you've taken a seat, there's a glass of water in front of you. Oh, and uh, she lays out a uh, a rolled-up napkin that looks like it might have silverware in it down next to you. Uh, she will place a menu on the table right in front of you. Great, and she'll say, "Hey, welcome to the tune-up. First time mm-hmm. here." Uh, yes, it is. Uh, I've heard. Uh, I've heard quite a bit. I'm excited to finally uh, check out the place. Oh yeah, I mean you sort of not coming during the exciting times. Obviously, uh, shows no. and like performances don't usually start till afternoon. Um, that's, that's true. And if yeah. you if you really want a, a good time, you can uh, stay till this evening. We got a, a very own uh, Bartholomew Keeper performing tonight. He's always a riot. Mm, mm. Um. I've heard of something called the Platinum Ring. Um, Our weekly this... competition, the Platinum Ring, of course. Yeah, yeah. What? Tell me, tell me about that. Well, we've got a panel of judges that come in every week, usually upstanding members of the city, though obviously things are a little um, different right. lately. So it's mostly just been uh, Bards Guild officials who have been judging it. Uh, but uh, non-guild members come and compete for the Platinum Ring. And if uh, they win, they have the opportunity to perform at guild rates or even apply for the guild if they want to. Wow. 
that's that's really cool. Uh, I will definitely have to check that out. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, two drink minimum for anyone coming in during the Platinum Ring performances, but that's standard. standard yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's great. Uh, what what was your name again? Uh, Bethlehem. Bethlehem? My name's John. It's good to meet you. Of course it is. What's your last name? Uh, it's an elf, so it's a, a hyphenate. Or it's a, a apostrophe. Damn it. Beth is her first name. I was hoping it was going to be like Bethlany, Schmethlany, or whatever. Nope. Lanny is a, an elvish uh, uh, suffix that uh, generally is applied to people of serving staff. Mm-hmm. Lower-end serving staff. Bethlany. Fuck it. Anything else you would like to question me on? Does does Discord um does it does it suppress my snorts or do they go? No, through? never know. Those totally come through. <laughs> um, Mike, I'd like to cast uh, detect bullshit. Uh, no, uh, uh, you can't cast it on a DM. That's true. It doesn't work. Actually, her way. full name would be Shah Bethlani. Shah, <laughs> Shah is the <laughs> Elvish prefix for laborers or servants. Oh, that's true. Oh, God, I would. I, I just have to imagine your notes look like like the notes the of a madman. No, I have a thousand different word documents that are all like, here are all the elvish prefixes. Here are the names of random people in the Bards Guild. Here are <laughs> I just and I Bethany just... was one of them. <laughs> yes. Bethany's the first one. It's the first line on every single one of his documents. No, because she's a half-elf. The name is a fusion of both Elvish and uh, traditional human name. See, the more that he talks about, the more it, it, it works. The more it works. I'm mad about that. I like, of... hate playing secret, secret stupid games with you guys. I can tell, but nobody believes me. <laughs> Anyways, um, I will uh, I will go ahead and take a look at, at the menu and um, just see what kind of prices we, we have here because I'm not rolling in cash right now. But um, uh, it's definitely higher end. It's more expensive than you'd probably like. Like yeah, appetizers fair. are probably going to run you like five silver. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a full entree is probably going to be around a gold, though the drinks are pretty reasonably priced. Oh, well, that's good. You can see that there are definitely happy hour deals that are not applicable right now. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, there are no happy hours in Stormhaven right now. <laughs> and uh, before um, Bethany leaves, uh, uh, Bethlany, sorry. Um, Bethlany. Bethlany, right. Um, Shaw Bethlany. <laughs> I love her. Oh, bef- be- before you go, um, is, there, is, is there a restroom? Uh, where, where would I find the restroom? And she'll point towards a uh, a row of doors on the uh, eastern wall and say, if you need to use any of the restrooms, right over there. Just uh, pick one of the doors that isn't glowing red. What happens if I pick a door that's glowing red? Someone will be very upset that you walked in on them while they're pooping. Gotcha. Good service here. Unless they no no I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that alone. Not that kind of bar. Unless they're dirty. Yep. As she's walking away. <laughs> uh, okay, I will 
go to the restroom. Um, I will pick a door that's not red. None of them are red at the moment. Give me uh, an investigation check as you're moving over to one of the restrooms. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Uh, 19. Walking over, you can see that there's one door that has a sign on it that says out of order. Hmm. But carved on the wooden door frame is a bit of thieves cant. Mm-hmm. That says... Tap three times, you cunning bastards. Okay. Uh... And it looks old. This doesn't look like it's a message from Cesario. Yeah. This is something that's just been carved on this door for who knows how long. Okay. But that door uh, is not glowing red either. I will look around as sort sort of out of my peripheral to see like if people are are observing me or or if I'm being noticed other than just being a customer in a in a bar. Doesn't appear to be. You actually see a moment in which the server you were talking to is talking to the bartender. Okay. Um, I will go up to the out-of-order door and tap three times. Okay. You do that. Mm. Speak the word for friend. Bella. Um, Is... Is is the door like blocked by the side? Like, no. can I? Is it is the door locked? No. I go in. Okay. Inside, you see a, a small washroom. There is a sink just to your right. This place appears to have running water. You know that is a thing. Uh, it speaks to the wealth of this place, though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it. So yeah, small. Uh, sink. There is a small, was effectively a toilet. Um, you, you think there's probably some magic going on because it doesn't smell bad in here at all. Wow. Uh, it's not a. There's no indoor plumbing, but it is clearly a, uh, some sort of latrine situation. The mechanics of which you don't understand nor care to necessarily. Nope. Uh, can I look around this bathroom for anything that might be a strange thing for a bathroom to have? Give me a perception check. Sure. Uh, that is a dirty 20. You notice that at the sink, there is just a single handle. For the running water, uh, you think mm-hmm. it's just on-off. It's not necessarily warm or cold water. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the uh, you you don't know about the the quality of the tap water here, but the uh, the the silver on the spout has a little music note etched onto it. 
Um, what are the rest of you do, you doing while Sid has gone inside? Yep. Now, see, imagine if there was some kind of puzzle inside of, like, I don't know, like a bathroom inside of this place. What, what kind of puzzle do you think it would be to, like, hide? Why would there be a puzzle in the bathroom? I don't know. I don't just know. go to the bathroom and you leave. Why would you need to do a puzzle? But, come here. What if you're Secret in there for a hidden, long time? Uh, right, yeah, you need some sort of, like, entertainment. entertainment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. Why you bring a book? You, are you just carrying around a book? Do you yes. Want... Well, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. Always be prepared. You need a book, just in case. Okay, now I'm kind of on Cammy inside. You're the only... There was... There's no one else to argue your side, then. Yeah. I, I can't be on You're the side, only Cammie. person. I have to play <laughs> devil's advocate here. But which devil? I mean, there's nine to choose from. <laughs> Seems like an insensitive question. Eh. Eh. The audience says eh. Sid. Listen. Uh, yeah. Tears needs <laughs> to get really, like, about it. So I'm used yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, I guess if I can't find any, like... Can I wait? What happens if I turn the 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 uh, sink uh, faucet on? Water starts running. Okay. All right. Um, and I don't see. I can't like find any sort of like uh, walls that give or like any sort of cracks in the walls or like uh, a. There's not a rug that I can lift up, and there's a, a no. trap. There door. shouldn't be a rug in a bathroom. <laughs> Just the the latrine, Yuck. the yeah. the the sink tap, and that's it. Okay, I pull out the stone of far speech. Uh guys. Oh, did you find it, Sid? You find it? You figure it out. I think so. I think there's some kind of puzzle in the bathroom. I knew it! What? What the absolute heck? This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. No reading material. There's a puzzle in the bathroom. I'm so happy right now, Sid. Sid, what is the bathroom puzzle? Right. Okay, so first of all, the the walls inside the the bar are lined with Bard's Guild uh, paraphernalia, so all of us walking in looking like we do might not be the best option. Especially not uh, all at once. If we're going to come in, we should come in in like pairs or something. Or be invisible. Yeah. Um, well. Okay. And the... Uh, so, oh, right. Bathroom puzzle. So there's an out of order bathroom Mm -hmm. and on the outside of it in thieves can't it says knock three times you no tap tap three times tap three times you clever bastards tap three times i'm gonna write that down 
Does that mean anything to anybody? I'm in the bathroom and I don't see anything. Is that it? Did you tap? Yeah. Tap, what did you tap on? What did you the, tap on? The door. Oh, okay. okay. What else do Is I tap? tap? I mean, there's the sink. Sometimes that's called a tap. Yeah, Sid. Um, the music note on the, and it's on the, the faucet or is it on the handle? It's on the faucet. Is it, uh, I touch the music note. Does it do anything? Is it? No. Okay. Have you tried turning it off and on again? Yeah, I I was literally, that is exactly what I was about to do. I I just wanted to make the IT joke. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, The IT crowd joke. Mm Mm-hmm. You turn the faucet on and off again three times? Yes. Okay. And when you do, the back wall of this bathroom opens. <laughs> bathroom puzzle. <laughs> we have solved your bathroom puzzle. <laughs> and there appears to be a staircase leading down. Just okay. inside the wall, there is a shit ton of graffiti. <laughs> Of people carving their names into the wood just inside the secret passage. Is this like a speakeasy where like this is the bar out front, but this is the this is the bar, you know? You don't know. There's one way to find out. Hey guys, there's a secret entrance in the bathroom. What do you know? Bathroom puzzle. Bathroom puzzle. <sighs> so do we all go into the bathroom? I don't know. Seems like it's going to be very suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if none of us come out. Right. Well, hmm. How do we do this? This is a logic puzzle is what it is. Because, Grawl, how many people can you turn invisible? Four? You can turn four people invisible. Yeah. Casting invisibility like you do. You're... And yeah, that's not that's not gonna work. There are seven of us. Well, though actually, there right, are six of us. Because Sid's already in there, right? So I can turn one person into an animal. And Talila would say, "I can turn two people invisible." Talila can turn two people invisible. Well. We, we are when I turn them one. invisible, they can do things like stab people and open doors. That's fucking. Is that are they the only on. things that they can do? No, that's just what happens the most. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, we will be opening doors technically. Because yeah. Talila can cast greater invisibility using a fourth level spell slot. Or actually a fifth level spell slot to hit two people. When you're invisible, can you not open doors? You can't. I mean, I mean you can. But, like, you can't I've take actions it. that, uh, like, cast spells or attack people. Oh, okay. Do you guys remember my, my situation with coming out of the bathroom in the, the, the bulwark <laughs> of bone invisible? Exactly. And you're like, the fuck is that? Why did the door move like that? <laughs> That's true. Um... So yeah, Talila, between Talila and Grawl, you could get everybody else invisible. Right. So like here's, the, here's the thing. 
else. We're going to have to have like one person hold the door open for 48 seconds for all of us to walk through it. Or each person can open the door separately when nobody's looking. I mean, is it a see-through door? No. So how would the person no, on the outside no, just know? Like, no, like the person who is invisible walks up the, to the door, looks around, goes, good, no one's looking right now, and then goes in, is what I think he means. Camion yes. will say, it's already going to cause problems, because Sid's going to disappear yeah. into that bathroom and never come out. Right, yeah, yeah. That's so. also true. Which is where the animal thing comes in. Oh, but... No, I, 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 well, actually, Camion doesn't say this into a Stone of Fire speech, so I'm just waiting in this mm-hmm. bathroom, trying <laughs> to resist the urge to go into the secret tunnel. Oh my gosh, yes. So, yeah, I guess that's the, that's the thing is we could have Sid come back out, turn him mm-hmm. or one of us into an animal, everybody else goes invisible, and then we try to subtly get through this door without anybody noticing. Okay. Is there... If Sid continues into the bathroom, like, into it, is there potentially... Could we have him search for another entrance? Maybe, if there is one? Entrance is potentially into old... Into Hall Hill, I mean. Yeah, maybe. There also might just be, like, a back door, too, that we're Whatever not Whatever's in the to. basement... Yeah, we're told by Cesario that for after asking a way into Hall Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, you know, this is the way into this thing here. Is there potentially just another door into this? Like, oh, there's a sewer grate that right under, you know, who knows? Right. That like that kind of entrance, not like a, hey, you follow the neon sign. Investigating the whatever this entrance is into. um hill and seeing if there's another way we could get into it. Mm-hmm. I like to imagine that this conversation is happening between the group in real time and during this time Sid is mulling over whether or not he just wants to go down into this you know mm-hmm. um, yeah where does his willpower run out with oh. <laughs> well like I don't see why you can't go explore for like you know, five minutes or whatever. Yeah. You know, sometimes we in the bathroom for a long time. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't know anything about that. This, ever. this, this <laughs> reads IBS comes up again. Well, yeah. comes anyways. Uh, no. um, yeah. That's, I think that's the exact logic that Sid uses. Like, well, if I just go down for like five minutes and, just see what's up. Uh, it's not a big deal. Uh, I think when we finally go, Sid, you should go investigate it a little bit and then come out. He's like, oh yeah, I'm already doing that. <laughs> I, yes. Yeah. And I'm going to go down. Sid, uh, a quick five minute jaunt. And by that, you mean like two and a half minutes down two and a half minutes back. Well, let's get two and a half minutes down and see what we see. Okay. Sometimes people are in the bathroom for a long time. Sure. She yeah. doesn't know his life. Going down, you like I said, it starts with some stairs with a shitload of graffiti just inside the secret door. Uh, stepping out onto the stairs, you just go down. Uh, it is not well lit here. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll just I'll just head down. All right. Uh, when you step on the second stair going down, there is the click of a mechanism. Oh fuck! And the wall behind you closes. Well, wait. Did we just get Scooby Dude? Did a Scooby Doo pulling on the the wall sconce and the the fireplace flipping around situation just happen? God damn it! Well, I mean, like, there's probably if he turns around, there's just like a knob that says "open." You know, maybe, or maybe not. I could be wrong. Do you keep going down I'm, the stairs? I'm assuming that I'm now in total darkness. You are in, actually, no. You would discover that you are not in total darkness. There is some kind of soft glow from what you can see is the bottom of the stairs. Mm. Um, can I can move my foot and see if I can uh, look at the mechanism that was activated? Is it like a pretty subtle one or is oh, it, it really is? Uh, you wouldn't even know there was a mechanism there if you hadn't stepped on it and heard it. And as soon as you take your foot off of it, you see the stair kind of like raise back up a little bit, and there's a distinct clicking sound of something resetting. Mm hmm. Um, do I see like a? Can I surmise that this is the method used to open and close this door for the individuals um, coming and going? You can surmise all you want, buddy. <laughs> well, you know, just just uh, you know, experience uh, with sort of uh, back alley dealings and and criminal types. Um, you don't have this... a lot of experience with crazy trapdoor secret passages, though. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, can I? W was this mechanism? Sort of in the center of the step. I know I'm, ta I'm as taking far, up so much time. As far as you there. know, it was the entire step. Putting your Shh. weight on it set it off. Good lord. Okay. There are no other obvious buttons or levers or cranks. All right. I'm going to slide down the railing. I'm just kidding. There's there's no railing. Um, there is not. There are just uh, yeah. fine wood panels to either side of you. Okay. Uh... I'm fuck it. I'm going to I'm going to go down the staircase. Okay. That's what we want to hear is fuck it. Heading down the stairs, it is about uh, 20 stairs. It's not that much, but getting down to the bottom, you quickly discover the source of the soft glowing light. Mm -hmm. There is a gemstone embedded in the now stone wall as you clear the staircase, you're coming out into a, a long tunnel of some kind. It appears to be worked stone but carved into the wall just below the gemstone that's set in the stone is some words written in common. And it says, This secret passage is dedicated to all of the Bard's Guild initiates who want to sneak out for a night on the town. Godspeed, you sneaky bastards. <laughs> My god, that's the cutest thing ever! And it leads straight to the Shrieking Shack. Do I see any more Thieves Camp down here? No. Okay. 
Uh, and uh, so it's just a it's just a stone work stone hallway that goes straight forward. Is that correct? That is what you can see from here. Yes. Um, can I see like how far down the the hallway can I see? Uh, how far does your dark vision go? I believe sixty feet. That is how far you can see. Okay. Um. Uh, I pick up the stone of far speech. Hey, you guys, uh, you guys coming? It's pretty. It's pretty great down here. And Camion will say, "He's already gone down the secret passage, hasn't he?" There's a lounge. Well, we kind we of actually should really should have expected that. Yeah. There's a foosball table. There's a foosball. What's a foosball table? I say I we just go invisible and try to wait for someone to not look at the bathroom door we need to go into. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And Talila will say, "I could make a distraction." And almost simultaneously, everyone turns and says, "No, no, no please don't." <laughs> no, no, Talila, I really we like that idea. Let's 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 let that marinate. Screaming. We need the opposite of screaming, which is complete silence. Oh, I can do that too. She casts silence on them like an arrow. <laughs> pass without a trace. <laughs> That's not uh, a wizard spell. No, um, I don't know what it is. I'm playing a wizard. Spell, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. I don't know what she has. Um, she write whatever she wants in there. Um, I think we just need to do invisible stuff. Invisibility. Okay. Who should I make invisible? Um, Me, obviously. Right. And Tirza. And that Tirza. Makes sense. And Grawl, you can get me and Judah and Camion. And yourself, obviously. And Talila, holding her (laughs) book in one hand, will wave a hand. Her book will roll open dramatically, and she will cast a spell on herself and cast Greater Invisibility on herself and Tirza. That's so good to know. Oh, dang! That's so good to know. There's a reason George should get around doing really obscene things and no one seeing. Makes so much sense. Yeah. And that is her last 5th level spell slot for the day. He is one of my three. (laughs) Hurts. It hurts to be helpful. Uh, Now old hat at moving around invisibly together. You kind of daisy chain your way into the Mm tune-up. Yeah. Oh god, how do we get through the front door? (laughs) That's the door I thought you were talking about. Oh. oh no, we were talking about yeah. the room. <laughs> How are we all going to get through the front door? God, they're the... obviously going to be watching for customers to come in. Screw the bathroom uh, the bathroom puzzle. Our real puzzle the front is door a puzzle. door puzzle. Tirza, you feel Talila, her little hand in yours, kind of just like pulling you forward. Okay, I'll like, go. Like an excited child pulling their parent. Heading yeah, straight for the door. Wait, um, <clears throat> wait, wait, wait. Kalila, we have to um, be careful. Because we don't want the door to just open and close. Like, But it's going to do that anyway. Yeah, but we 
we don't want people to know that there's like maybe invisible people walking around, right? Oh. I can make everybody inside blind. Uh, so much. Why is she so cute? <laughs> Does the door open uh, in or out? It opens out. Oh shit! Like pull. Okay. There goes my idea of of we should just make a bunch of whooshing noises so that they could they would think it's the wind blowing. I mean, <laughs> I have gust of I have gust of wind, but so the I door opens do out. So yeah, no, I know. But I just no, mean any door can open whooshing. inwards. You just have to apply enough force. <laughs> um. Huh. Oh shit! This is why I was hoping for another entry point. Yeah, Grawl, Once again, you're twice in a row. Grawl didn't say that. Reed said that. <laughs> Grawl doesn't give a shit. There's an aggressive sigh from nowhere in particular. <laughs> and you hear Camion say, wait 30 seconds, then come inside. And you feel Camion just vanishing. How vanishing? Like casting Misty Step vanishing. Oh, I could do that. <laughs> wait, doesn't it have to be... So oh, I guess there are windows. There are windows looking inside, yes. All right, Tears is going to wait 30 seconds and then go inside. You count off 30 seconds. At about 25, you hear a crashing sound. Yeah, that makes sense. Tip over the bar. Mm -hmm. Knocked over some of the, the, the bottles. And this is this is why Mike has Camion not travel with us all the time because we would be so efficient. <laughs> because Camion uh, is unfortunately a problem solver. Yeah. <laughs> we only make problems. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And you see as you're rushing into this place a large boar that is gently glowing with green light crashing around the opposite side of the building. Oh. And you see oh. the bathroom door that Sid indicated closing. Oh, well, if there's still chaos and nonsense going on, I'm gonna pull on Talila's hand and go to the door and just try to kind of slip through. And she'll say, Oh, piggy! <laughs> Yay! I don't care about Aww. anyone else in my party. All That's I care true. about is Talila now. Honestly, <laughs> uh, for our next campaign, I'm just going to play Talila. So. <laughs> yeah, rushing through the, the thorough distraction of a conjured beast in the middle of this bar has done wonders to pull people's eyes away from the bathrooms. Um. I, after I see the door open and close, I am also, for the second time, I guess, I'm also going to try to slip through unobtrusively. Okay. Pretty soon, the vast majority of you are crowded in this bathroom. Camion is visible again. Because right. they cast the spell. Yeah. Uh, and Camion will say, I can't see any of you. Oh, we're here, though. Or at Everyone's least Lila and I are. I kind of figured yeah. because the door kept opening. Yeah. Judah? 
Oh, I'm, yes, I followed. That was okay. Camion. Wow. Okay. That was smart thinking. Yeah. Subtle. Quick, too. Not the first time I've done that. Um, I mean, we probably don't need to be invisible anymore. And Talia will say, okay, and suddenly she and Tirza are not invisible anymore. Oh, oh well, it was more of a question, but that's okay. Okay, well, we're not, yeah. Probably, probably I'm fine. Staying invisible. That's fair. I only get three of these a day. I'm fucking yeah. using it. That's fair. Good okay. to have, like, an ace. Yeah. Um, who is staying invisible, then? Just Grawl? Well, I mean, I I Please. will become visible because as soon as we get, you know, do the tap thing and the door opens, I'm going to cast light. Uh, okay. So, yeah. rendering myself visible. Mm-hmm. Hey, are, are you guys... Are you guys... In the bathroom yet? Judah will say, we're coming down now. Uh, I think that... And it was the second step, or was it the very first step that... Uh, the second step. Yeah, the uh, second step closes the door, so just uh, keep that in mind. Oh, good Sorry. to know. That could have been very awkward. Yep. Actually, I'm going to cast Dancing Lights so that the I can kind of control, control it. the little yeah. globules. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you all descend down and quickly find Sid at the bottom of these stairs, assuming Sid is still down there. How long would it have taken them all to do that? Minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah. Oh, God, that's like an eternity. Um, <laughs> I mean, I probably scoped ahead a little bit, you know? Okay. Uh, uh, then you would pretty quickly find that about a hundred feet down from that first little light is a second little light. Mm-hmm. So there's like a brief period of time in which you have to walk in darkness down here, but it's like watching, walking through a train tunnel. Eventually there's another little pinprick of light. Gotcha. Any message over here? Nope. Nope. Uh... Oh, I see. So like it, it keeps going down the tunnel, and then every once in a while there's a light. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. There's just enough light down here to make it feel dangerous. Ooh. Um. <laughs> I, I love the idea that, like, the teachers have set this up, like, like uh, veteran guild members have set this up to be like, yeah, they're bards. We have to give them, like, a little bit of rebellion, because they're going to do it anyway. We'd mm-hmm. rather you guys sneak Jesus. out at home. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> They'd rather them sneak out through a bar that they control. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, they, there's a 100% chance that they own that bar. Yeah. <laughs> so eventually, Sid, you would hear the rest of your friends galumphing down at the back end of this tunnel a little ways back from you. Okay. Well, as soon as I hear them, I guess I'll I guess I'll wait for them. <laughs> and the rest of you press on down this tunnel. Yeah, uh, I will thank Cherish for the lights, <laughs> and Judah will as well. And yeah, eventually you all catch back up with Sid. You're now in a long underground tunnel. You think you're probably about twenty or so feet. 
underground, which would put you directly underneath the wall of Hall Hill, heading in a southeasterly direction, it would seem. All right, let's go. And as you press on into the darkness beneath Hall Hill, presumably towards some secret passage in and out of what you might assume to be the Bard's Guild itself, <laughs> Cesario seems to have hooked you up. Yeah. Word. Now, why he, of all people, knows about a secret passage in and out of the Bard's Guild eh, raises some other questions, but... I think I have the answers <laughs> to those questions. <laughs> I feel like he's probably sneaking people in. Who knows? Uh, and out? Possibly. But leastways, as you plunge down into darkness, heading towards where you think is the Bard's Guild, I think it is there that we're going to take our break. And when we come back, once more into the breach, my friends. And welcome back to Material Components. When last we left our heroes, they had successfully navigated a series of tricky subterfuges and bathroom puzzles to find their way into a secret tunnel. Secret tunnel! Secret tunnel! <laughs> and the mountain! <laughs> secret, 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 secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. And of course, oh, yeah. that synced up great on the audio. <laughs> <laughs> but last Airbender re references aside, you have now found yourselves in a secret tunnel. Huh. Let's go. Going down this tunnel, as there is apparently only one way to go, you find yourself traversing through the near dark of this place, though it is well lit thanks to the dancing lights cast by friend Cherish. That's me. You move for a few hundred yards before you come across another sign carved into the wall, just beneath one of the glowing crystals embedded there that says, Halfway there, friends. <gasps> Presumably... Love the secret tunnel. <laughs> it's a good tunnel. Yeah. yeah. Presumably this means you are, in fact, halfway there. Yeah. But when you traverse the next few hundred yards, where there is quickly becomes a problem. Because eventually you come to a split in the tunnel. What? In and fact, there's two figures, one on the left <laughs> and one on the right. <laughs> no, it is a several way split. There is no signage, per se, but there are five directions in which you could go. One of which is back the way you came. Hmm. So it's like a wheel spoke, like, directly to the, like, right and left, and then two kind of at, like, 45 degrees? Or is it more no. like a tree? 
It is more like there are two passages to your left that seem to run parallel with each other. And you don't know how far they go off in that direction. There is Mm -hmm. one that kind of juts off at an angle back the way you came, but it's definitely its own distinct direction. And then there is one that kind of goes off to your right at an obtuse angle from the two parallel tracks. Is there... Oh boy, my... I don't know if my investigation's high enough for this, but is there any... If I check the ground, is there any sort of indication that one path is more used than other ones? Give me a survival check. And Camion will assist, so you have advantage. Oh, great. I mean, Camion would probably do better at this than me, but hey. You're the player character. I said the thing. Camion helps me. Um, That's going to be a 15. Okay. Two of you put your heads together and kind of like look towards the ground, um, moving counterclockwise where Camion moves clockwise. Eventually you kind of meet in the middle and ascertain that the two parallel tracks are definitely the more well-trodden of the trails here. Okay. Though there is a fair amount of traffic moving towards the kind of angled path away from the two parallel tracks. There are very few tracks leading down the one that kind of goes back the way you came. Okay. Hmm. So people are going in all directions. All but one, really. All but one, really, yeah. Which is where Though it seems from. most of the traffic, like I said, comes from those two parallel tracks, and those are coming and going from this path to those two. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and assume there's not any thieves can't uh, sort of distinguishing a specific location or, or anything. I mean, I guess I could look. Looking around, it doesn't appear as though there's any thieves can't. There's a lot mm-hmm. of graffiti. Um, mostly painted, though a few people industry enough, industrious enough to bring knives or some kind of chipping tool have carved bits and pieces out of the stone. Hmm. Uh, in the direction that's sort of vaguely off from to your right, kind of mm-hmm. away from the two parallel tracks, uh, there's definitely a lot more graffiti in that direction. Okay. In the little space of wall that separate the two parallel tracks, there's a lot of graffiti that is like so and such name plus such and such name with a heart around it. There's quite a few oh. of that. <laughs> and there is a, a lot of like answering graffiti uh, to some of those, and you see it, one or two of those hearts have been, like, angrily crossed out. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say, oh my god, messy bard means. breakups. Wait, 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 this is very important. Do any of them say Cesario's name? Three of them say Cesario's yeah. name. Yeah, that makes sense. Are any of the ones with Cesario's name crossed out? All angrily? of the ones with Cesario's yeah. name are crossed out. How are th- These are well, all are what sure? I... He's are you sure, friends you're with sure there's any not one exes? that doesn't on. just say Cesario plus Cesario? Because, I mean, 
Let's think about it for a second. No. I think he likes himself a little bit too much. And you could definitely tell that the three that have Cesario's name are all in different handwritings. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. chip writings. Hey, hey you guys. Uh, just kidding. Our next campaign is going to be us, but we're all Bard's Guild members <laughs> of the story. Haven. Just like I going to bard school. What's Cesario's last name? He doesn't have one. It's just Cesario. One name, like Madonna. Uh, yeah. I was kind of going for like a John Tucker must die, but there's not enough syllables. Cesario. Technically, Cesario he is known as Cesario the Bladeless. Cesario the Bladeless must, must die. die. Sounds very good. Fucking cool. That's a as good hell. campaign name. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Oh my gosh. So, which way do you go? Like, that's a great question. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I communicate all of the information that I have uh, ascertained from my survival check. Um, in particular, I mentioned that Cesario's name is on three separate locations. Uh, I say, hmm, good work. Uh, and then uh, I say it looks like other than back the way we came all directions have traffic um so my guess is that all of these go to different places either in hall hill or different how big is the bard's guild um uh, bard's guild hall is pretty damn big i mean all the guild halls are pretty damn big because yeah Guild halls function not only as places of uh, study and places of practice, they also function as places of living. The yeah. only real, uh, like, residential zones in Hall Hill, the entire area of the city, are within the guild halls. Okay. So members of the guilds can sleep and eat and practice what they do within the guild halls. So how many, like if it was to like be at full capacity, how many people would be like living in a guild hall? Depends on the guild, the bards guild, probably upwards of 200. Okay. But there are other guilds that have bigger capacities. Okay. Like, the Builder's Guild has room for lots of people to sleep and stay in that guild hall. The Lawyer's Guild? Less so, because lawyers have enough money to just go buy their own place. The Haven Guard technically has a guild hall here in Hall Hill. It is mostly pro forma, though. They almost never use it. Hmm. Maybe we just pick one, and then if it summits somewhere that we don't, it isn't usable, we come back and try another one. Sure. Hopefully we don't run out Unless of this is in the labyrinth. Camion would well, say, yeah. I can sense where the rift, the rhyme scar is, but I can only do that once a day. Okay. Technically, once a short rest, but I can tell you the distance and the direction, but that doesn't tell us how to get there. Yeah, I mean, maybe it would be better to get, you know, out of here. Unless one of these tunnels is going to lead directly to the Realm Scar, 
which we there's no way of ascertaining that. And I there's yeah, no way we're weird. that lucky, honestly. That, <laughs> yeah. there's yeah. No that, way. that would just mm-hmm. be so strange. Yeah, Camion would say, I think we would actually have worse of a time if I tried to do this when we were up in the hall itself. Yeah, because then all I would know is down. Yeah, that's true. Then, yeah, I mean, if you think it would help. I'm saying it's an option. Yeah. It might be our best option, but... It's the... Yeah, it's really the only thing we have to go on right now. Otherwise, we're just guessing a direction, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we'll do that now. All right. I... I guess... Sid, mm. you've been to the Bard's Guild Hall before, right? Mm-hmm. Have you ever come at it from this direction, from this entrance? No. Okay. Otherwise, I would have been able, I would have known how to do the bathroom puzzle. I wouldn't have struggled. Well, I mean, no, I just mean like from the street that oh okay gotcha gotcha gotcha. like that entrance into the like through the wall uh well there's not like a oh you mean like the northern entrance? yeah like the gate gotcha okay okay uh i don't have i yeah you you would definitely have at least once okay um would i have Um, a general idea of like are you are you wondering like if i can kind of of, yeah like like guess um, kind of what direction the hall would be in from from yeah. kind of yeah from assuming where you would be above since we've basically gone in a straight line from right. the bar which abuts the wall exactly right. um yeah that's a good point um would i i mean I, I could roll for that i don't know if that'd be like a what's your intelligence <laughs> uh nine yeah, oh wait yeah. it might be an eight Spatial reasoning is not Sid's strong suit. Yeah, okay. That's I wanted to ask just in case. Yeah. I was you, gonna you say know like... you were basically heading in the direction of the Bard's Guild Hall. There were no like curves or confusing bits of that tunnel, so presumably based Straight. on some quick math, you're you're probably under it or near under it, but you don't know exactly. Yeah, it's gonna say my real life intelligence is at least a ten, and that would still be like that's like a hard would be a hard thing to figure out. I think it is Mm -hmm. entirely possible that all of these all of these tunnels go to different points in the Bard's Guild. Okay, yeah, and and that was the other thing. Like even even if like we don't know if any of these tunnels like hook a hard left or a hard right in, you right. know, because we can't yards. So yeah, I assume all directions disappear into darkness. Correct. Yeah. 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 I think, I think honestly trying to sense where the realm scar is might, might be the way to go. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Let's do it. Okay. Camion will sit down and
Um, yeah. Well, how long does that take to like? Is there a cast time on that? Or okay. Okay, then. Oh, all right. Mm. That's close. It's really close. Yeah. What, whose feet? My feet or, or your feet? The standard foot, girl. I don't know. 12 inches. I operate on a metric system. I know, right? They're the only people. It works better. Yeah. I listen. I know it makes more sense, but my brain just doesn't work that way. (laughs) Right. Sure. Um. So, as long as my dancing lights stay together, I can move them as far as I want. Yeah. So I would like to send them down that tunnel as far as I can. I guess. I could, before you do that, I could sneak ahead to see if... Oh, that's probably know. a better idea. Yeah. I could when, I, when, when I scout out ahead. Oh, Girl's right. still invisible. That is that's true. true. <laughs> I forgot about that. Right. We've just been chatting with him. Fine. I mean, yeah, if Grohl wants to sneak on ahead, I guess he can. I, no, I'm, I'm just putting it as an option. I'd rather you do it, honestly. Really? Great. You, and then yes. I leave. Okay, bye. And I follow him. <laughs> nice. No, I don't do that. That's ridiculous. Uh, Are you good? I mean, it might be good do, to have another Sid, person. Sid, do you want me to go with you? Sid? Sid I'm already do you want gone. Me to go with you? Okay. You should, girl, you should go with him. You should just go okay. after him. Sure, I'm covered. Sure, I'm covered. Don't sure. be Not You're yet, sneaking, I'm though. <laughs> not yet, I'm not sneaking. I'm going to be. <laughs> Really sending that to Olivia. A bad feeling about this. (laughs) I mean, it's the IBS. Probably your IBS acting. This canon, this whole party has it. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, just the situation, or do you sense sense something? Mm-hmm. Because of this gain, which is, 
but it's not that's not great. Oof. Yeah. I I was gonna try to say something reassuring. Um, but yeah, no, I'm not really gonna touch that one yet. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think mm. yeah, I, I not not right away, not in response, but Tirza will eventually like bring her shield out. Um and of course. Yep. God bless. <laughs> Talila's perfect day. <laughs> hmm? I'm being quiet. Okay. Do I do I hear anything? When Camion uh, felt the direction of the rift, was it, was there any like down direction or was it, or up direction or was it just straight ahead? I was actually, they did yeah, not. I was, I was gonna, gonna ask that. Uh, at the same time, so I think the camera just like cuts back to. Yeah. Uh, and so there's just the staircase up and the staircase, or the same staircase that goes up and down. Uh, is there, like, can you go past that, or is it just the staircase? Uh, 
I guess I pull out the stone of far speech and let them know that I found a staircase. Hmm. Yeah. That music seems to be coming from above us. Okay. Like it's echoing down like the spiral staircase kind of thing, or just like coming through from a floor. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. All right. I mean, Mm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I'll, um, before quietly, we go, I'll say, please. can I keep the lights on? Um, oh, there's no lights over here, so is not a super good idea. Can they be um hidden? Like, can you if you put like something over them? They don't like shine through, right? No. Um. But like, if you were, if you were to like, if we were in a tunnel and I was to hold my cloak up in the tunnel, you wouldn't be able to see them on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the cl- it, it wouldn't be. Comp- yeah. The, yeah, but that the, that is what I mean, though. Is like it doesn't permeate somehow uh i i say um you can bring the lights at least to where grawl and i are past that probably not okay um and as they're heading this way i remove my pack um and i uh, remove from the pack my hooded lantern um and i hand it to tirza um, and I, I don't. God bless you. Um, it's adjustable. You can uh, bring down the flap uh, if you want to cut all light. Uh, it's just straight ahead, so it won't illuminate. I will. Yeah, I will yeah. bring it down to like lowest setting, just so I'm not so Judah, Judah, and I aren't like tripping. Yeah, over. Judah will stick close with you, Tirza. Perfect. Um, I heard music coming from above so my guess is that's not where we want to go i'm thinking we're gonna go down but then again camion camion will shake their head it wasn't down well but maybe there's another staircase somewhere else that goes up well i mean okay that's true of (laughs) Yeah, that's just a thing that happens. Lots of staircases could go up. Um, But you know what I mean. Yes. Judo will glance around for more secret doors. Mm. That's also a possibility. Good idea. Let's investigate. I, I I would love to take point on that. Please do. There's a, a faucet over on the wall. It's got a musical <laughs> note. Oh, fuck. Um, I missed that. It says bathroom out of puzzle. Order. Bathroom puzzle. And... Ha! Uh, I would like to use my... Oh. 
Hmm? Sadagar, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> That's a one and a nineteen. Hey, hey, hey. Um, which means that my investigation uh, is twenty-two. Very cool. Hell yeah. Sadagar pulling about your shoulders will kind of show that heads up display made of glowing thread that comes out from the collar pointing towards a strange indentation that you see in the stone that is otherwise unobtrusive. It looks like just a pockmark in the stone. But as you glance at it, you see that it is kind of conspicuously placed at roughly chest height and it is right where the the stone is kind of curving directly opposite where the passage that came in from is so as you move towards it you lift a hand and kind of raise it towards that pockmark and you see the stone beginning to congeal slightly as your hand approaches it forming a handprint and I don't know if you continue to touch the stone when it does that. Hey, listen, uh, we don't live in a universe where hands print scanners exist, so I'm going to do that. But magic does. Yeah, but that's not like a... Yeah, I'll do it. There's okay. spells I don't know about. <laughs> you touch your hand into the stone, and you feel the stone this cool, slithery sensation goes over your hand up to the wrist until your arm is now just protruding from this wall. If I continue to press forward, does it... Is there resistance? If you press forward, your hand Ooh. stops until just above the wrist now is totally sealed in stone. Or at least it appears to be. Uh, if I, like, withdraw at all, can I can I just, like, move my hand around in that? Or it, is it stuck? Your hand feels like it is trapped in the wall now. Oh, oh right. Shit. Oh, tears up. <laughs> I did it. Good investigation right. check. It's uh -huh. a wall that has a secret. And it feels some pain. slight give as you're, like, trying to move your hand, it seems to like shift to the left and to the right ever so gently, but you can't pull back at all. Okay. Um, Alright, let's cut the arm off. I'm yeah, it's... Sorry, Tirza. <laughs> Did you say... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I know you are. You said something about, like, a handle? No. Right, it, 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 it feels as though your hand can move very... Oh. Like, to the left and to the right as you're trying to pull out. You feel a little bit of give to the left and to the right as your hand twists slightly. The human key. If I keep, and if I keep pressing in, it... It stops. You stops. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, can I twist my hand to either direction? I'll say right. You twist your hand to the right. Mm -hmm. And you feel some more give. It feels like your fingers can move individually within this... Uh, whatever this is, and you can, yeah, you, you feel it twist, and your your fingers are moving horizontally, but they can't press forward or pull back at all. Um. Hmm. 
God, I'm just gonna get like more of my arms stuck in this stupid wall. Uh, <laughs> Put your face in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but can I like like um? Yeah, you can feel your wrist twisting, and other than that, you can't like shimmy the hand further in or anything. You can just feel okay, as though you can okay. twist your hand to the left and to the right, that's and you what, can move your fingers laterally. Um, what? are there any... And as I'm doing this, I'm not just standing here silently mm -hmm. with my hand stuck in the wall. I think she's, like, kind of talking through what uh, she can do. Is there any, like, when I move my fingers, is there any, like, uh, give in those, like, buttons of any kind, or...? No. And when you put your fingers together, you can eventually feel your fingers touching each other when you move them laterally. Hmm. Crawl. Um, um, use detect up. magic on this wall? I can't if I don't want to be invisible. You could stop being invisible. It's a whole spell slot for it. I'm going to twist my hand the other way. And it twists the other way. Same um, thing on that side? Mm-hmm. I don't know what detect magic is going to get me unless there's magically written instructions on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. Um, can you try doing like, like some kind of three? No, three, three claw. Yeah, like, like a three-toed claw. Sure. Like the cult. Yeah, sure. I'll do a little velociraptor hand. <laughs> Okay. I did it. The hand signal. Your mind yeah, hand signal that they all goes do. back to a day in Blue Gulch when you saw a man yep. press his hand to the inner forearm of devotees. Your hand forming that three-clawed sigil and you feel something release and the wall slithers away from your digits and there's a click as something gives, and then it looks as though the wall just melts into the floor. Oh. That's, that's why okay, I'm, so I'm glad that, I'm glad that we solved it, but that's yeah. also bad. That's a bad sign that that was the thing that... Well, it's a bad sign, but also a good one. It means we're on the right track. I mean, I don't think it's a bad sign, it's just... A sign. I mean, we can all assume Sinister that, like, they're all yeah. like chummy at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, onward. Uh, as and soon I'm going as the to... wall dissolves, yeah, you mm -hmm. all hear <laughs> a distinct ticking sound, like a metronome or a clock. Uh, what do we see beyond this now entrance? A low-ceilinged tunnel with a couple of alcoves to either side that terminates on a large metal door. And I would like to know your marching order as of right now. Um, I go first. Um, oh, I, I will... Gonna... I mean, I get you're already there, so... Yeah. Um, Tears through... is first. Judah, right Tears beside you. Tears should be the first through doors, I'm just saying. I know yeah, you're I'll, good at I'll... looking for traps, but I can take a lot of damage. Okay. That's true. Um, I'll I'll go behind Judah. Okay. Um, I'll go behind Sid. All right. I'm invisible. I'll go last. <laughs> okay. Uh, Camion will 
sort of walk beside Cherish. Uh, that will leave Talila to be right behind Tirza. And Grawl's kind of bringing up the rear. And, mm -hmm. yeah, if you want to go over to Tabletop, you can go find a <laughs> scene called The Old Wound. Oh, great. This is gonna be great. Episode 100, everybody. Yeah, yeah. We did it. <laughs> As you come into this hallway, yeah, you see that it ends in a large metal door. There are empty alcoves to your left and to your right seem to serve no purpose as far as you can tell. Mm -hmm. But I feel yeah. like that's the can first I... time I've seen Camion's uh, token. Camion looks dope. Camion is dope. I'm a big so fan dope. of Camion. Yeah. Can I hear where this ticking sound is coming from? It seems to be coming from beyond the door. And it was yeah. not apparent until the wall melted behind you. Okay. Um, can I very carefully... Well, I guess uh, Tirza and Judah are in front of me. Um, but I can sort of look to see if the door has like a, like a handle uh, or a lock or anything like that. It appears to have a large set of handles because it's a, a set of double doors. And the handles mm -hmm. are on the interior. Okay, gotcha. Um, can I go up to the door and I just want to place an ear against it uh, and move out of the way for you? Okay, I can Moving shift up to the door and shift, putting in half elvish ear up to the door. The ticking mm -hmm. is very loud. Okay. Um. I want to just kind of inspect the door, see if there's any sort of trap mechanisms um, before I touch it. Give me um, an investigation check. Okay. That is a 13. Does not appear to be trapped. Okay. Uh, I... Yeah, I'm going to try the handle. The handle twists, and it appears to be unlocked. I want to very slowly sort of open uh, the door and, um, like, just a, just a crack, see if I hear anything happen from opening the door. Uh, opening it just a crack, you... Press forward ever so slightly. The ticking suddenly gets a lot louder. Hmm. And the ticking is accompanying with a, like, kerchunk, kerchunk, kerchunk noise that you didn't hear before. Okay. Shit, are we stepping into, like, some sort of massive workshop? But other than that, you don't... Nothing... The door doesn't explode. Okay. Yeah. Um, can I uh, poke my head in and see if I can see what's going on? Which way do you look, right or left? Mm, let's see. I am at the left side of the door here, so I'm going to look right. So I've opened up and I, I poke in uh, to the right of me. Okay. Tirza is like like ready to just yank it out of the door. Looking in, you can see that 
if you turned your head to the left, oh, there would be some right. kind of raised dais. But where you're looking, you see several alcoves. Within each alcove is oh. a some kind of strange metal flower of some kind with large metallic petals that are curled in on themselves. At the center of each of these flowers is a pulsing gemstone of different colors. The two you see are gold and purple. Gold and purple. Okay. Um, and if I wanted to take a look at the maybe the left side of the room, just kind of shift um, so I can see the rest of uh, maybe to the left over here. As you um, slowly scan across the room, you can see that in the center of this place is a large raised dais. Upon the dais, it looks out over a vast and complicated empty space. You think it's empty at first. You're not sure what you're looking at. Beyond the dais, air is distorted in a strange way. There are toothy, angular, circle-like devices spinning in the air, causing the air to like twist and fractal in strange patterns. But that's not what catches your eye. That's merely backdrop to what is on the dais. Because on the dais, you see an immense ring of something built around a mechanical face of some kind. The face is embedded with gemstones, rubies along the forehead, around horns, is a, a devilish face with burning crimson eyes made of a metal you do not recognize, is built seemingly floating in the air amidst this dais. Strange contraptions and devices work around it in a seemingly significant pattern that you do not understand. Strange conduits move to the south and to the north, away from this metallic devil head that is floating in the air. And... Sid? Yes? You've seen this face before. On the faces of immense statues, outside of a frozen fortress in a place that you were told was hell. Ooh. And in the north, there's two more alcoves with those weird metal flowers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For a second there, I was like, this is just a side encounter that Mike's been planning. No big deal. No big deal. Plot, this has nothing to do with the plot. Mike wants us to fight robot flowers. Fuck yeah, bro. Yep. Nope. Nope. Cherish. Bator Mechanis Concordance, babies. Yep. Uh, uh, I I point at Cherish and I sort of wave to have her come up to the door. Uh, and I will I will kind of scoot past uh, oh, uh, behind you. <laughs> Judah will what is it? Yeah, what's... I don't... I mean, it's bad, but... Oh, yeah? Just look. Just just look. And I'll, like, 
<laughs> do the thing where like I take one look and then very quickly like yeah that's pretty bad yeah yeah that's bad um what? well so it? <laughs> it's a big old metal head that looks like the Lord of Cain. Oh, that is bad. Yeah. That's really bad. What's happening up there? There's. Uh, it's all. It's all bad up here. Okay, that's great. Uh, okay, so we've got green, red. I'm. I'm just looking at the colors of these. Alcoves. We've got yellow, purple. Oh shit! What is what is happening, Mike? I am removing the the metal flower things to reveal the color of the the gemstones oh, that rest at their center. So we have gold, okay. purple, green, and red. Does anybody does that? Does those colors mean anything? I mean, hmm. They're not. I. Cherished and metallic, it... and that's the only like color code. Yeah, I asked. I mean, uh, yeah. Cherish, do those colors mean anything to you? Mike's probably like, they should if these fuckers took notes. Or whatever. <laughs> I have so many notes. Nope. Nope. Okay. Camion is going to say. Did you see the realm scar? Should have been right, mm -hmm. not 60 feet away. Let me just. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah, mm -hmm, yeah. 60 mm -hmm. feet away mm -hmm. is the ring. Uh, 60 mm -hmm. feet away is a big ring with a giant floating metal head in it. Not a realm the... scar. I mean. It doesn't look like one I've seen before. We said it was all fractally and kind of, right? The like... air beyond the dais, which appears to just okay. open out into open air. And... Oh, I zoomed way out. Oh, okay, we're good. Okay. So not like this This kind of dais, kind of empty space below the floating devil head. There is also it's, that. It's all, it, it, it's like, all. You haven't really gotten close to inspect it just no. yet. But the, the it's but the bad. I but the air beyond the dais is just an open expanse that appears strangely fractured, and the air is moving in strange ways, and there are outlines within that air that appear unnatural. Okay, so that's probably it. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, okay. We've encountered the Vex, apparently, from Destiny, where they're turning the planet into a machine. Jesus. That's so many gears. Mm -hmm. So, we going in? And I mean, I'm invisible. Camion says, yes. All right. Yeah, I mean, okay. Do we just want to, like, just... kick in the doors and be like, hey. No. Is, that, is there anyone in there? Like, there was those weird metal flower things. Oh, okay. So, so nothing. 
There was the weird metal flower things and a giant floating head. How big are the big metal flower things? They're about 15 feet tall and roughly 10 feet wide. And they appear to be fed by weird conduits coming out of the wall that are pulsing with different colors of light. So we go in. But you haven't gotten close enough to investigate, so. Interesting. Yeah. But I didn't... I didn't see anybody, so okay, we go in, we look to see if there's an off switch. I don't know why there would be, but let's just hope there's a big red button that says, hey, don't just push this. Shoot it with a bunch of lightning. That's uh, kind that's, of the only thing I know how to do. All right. What if it's charging up? What if we just fill its phone battery? Well, there's one way to find out. So you enter the room? Uh, I mean, I'm fine with entering the room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Grawl rushes in invisibly. I, mm. Judah will enter. Camion oh, will man. walk in, looking around for a realm scar that isn't there. <laughs> Talila will stick close to Tirza. This place is very well lit, as opposed to the hallway you just came through. What is it lit by? It is lit by the glowing of conduits and those strange crystals at the middle of the strange flowers made of metal. Okay. The gemstones so, on the devil face are also glowing with a bright map, crimson light. This map is so fucking cool. This it is, is very yeah. cool. Well, yeah. The gemstones and the flowers are separate or are they kind of one kind of thing? The gemstones are at the center of the flowers. Okay. 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 Gotcha. And the conduits lead up into the flowers and seem to be affixed to the gemstones within them. Or feeding them, or feeding from them, it's really difficult to say. Uh, how big around are these gemstones? The gemstones themselves are probably humanish sized. They're huge. Mm. Okay, so not so easy to just smash. Hmm. There's four of them. Well, maybe, depending on their crystalline structure, they could be very easy to smash. So you all fan out into the room a little bit. Cherish, you're staying outside? Did not say you came in. Uh, I'll... Cherish, like, puts a foot in the door. And then, like, waits, (laughs) waits to see if something happens. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go up and start looking at this purple one. Okay, yeah, I'll check this yellow one over here. Yeah, the the flowers don't react as you approach. the The gemstones glow brightly, and you can see that the conduits leading away from them are made of. If you had to guess. Somehow, they have worked rhinestone into these long conduits that come out of the flowers and the gemstones. And the gemstones will pulse ever so faintly. You really can't even notice the pulsing until you get really close. And it seems as though whatever they're pulsing with feeds into these conduits, goes into the walls, and then those conduits reemerge on the dais, and each of the different colors 
is associated with a conduit leading into whatever the mechanism is with this giant floating devil head. Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. So, so these so... are the power sources. Maybe. Yeah. Or restraining <laughs> bolts. Maybe. God. <laughs> Don't. Mike, I have to, like, close. I'm not even looking at, I'm looking at the map. I'm not looking at Mike. I don't. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, uh, again, play devil's we... advocate here. Not that devil's advocate, but a different one. Yeah. Um, so we gonna um, smash these conduits. <laughs> so when Cherish puts a foot in and waits to see if anything happens, I'm guessing nothing happens. Nothing happens. Okay. Judah so, is coming near the center of the room. Camion so like, is slowly stepping towards the dais. Um, I would like to. I'm. Jared is just like fucking sidestepping along the wall. Um, and I know that Arcana checks are not detect magic. So I'm trying to figure out like what. Oh, it's all magic, baby. I mean, it's all magic, baby. <laughs> Bad news, compadres. This room is magic as hell. Um, but, like... I guess, make an, I want to make an arcana check. Like, I'm trying to think about, like... Maybe trying to determine if these crystals are a power source or um, a... Uh, you know, a holding mechanism of sorts, like crystal magic and using rhinestones in conjunction with whatever. Sure. Okay. As you step into the room and get a full look at the face of this creature, a voice in your head will say low and soft, Mephistopheles. Yeah. We're all thinking it. <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I have no idea what he looks like. Oh, that was in my head. And Okay, give me that Arcana roll. I'm assuming you're taking advantage on this? Yes. I wonder uh, if it's not the good. crystals that are what's providing it. If they're just a power source for the, 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 the base thing that is the the prison, if it is a prison, in fact. Right. Uh, that is a 24. Glancing around, it looks like the crystals are feeding into whatever this apparatus is. Okay. The apparatus is clearly some kind of circle. That's very clear. Yeah. The, the writing around the base of it, if it is writing, is not a language you recognize. Okay. There is a small indentation or some kind of... You don't think it's a mechanism necessarily, but there is an interruption in the circle just at the, the fore of it near the front of the dais that appears to be slightly raised from the rest of the, uh, the circle. Okay. The devil head, again made of metal and... Crimson gemstones is just floating in the air, staring right. forward. Uh huh. 
and the circle itself seems to be feeding energy towards that head. Okay. I will kind of communicate that to the party. Camion will say, That thing is containing they use the realm scar to make this somehow uh, i i guess so talilo would say what does it do um it's a really good question actually kill the old mage judah will nod Say, yeah, kill the old mage, probably. Yeah, I seems mean, like it could. If so, um, how do we destroy it? Can we uh, destroy it? And Camion pulling an arrow and knocking it to their bow will aim towards the largest gemstone on the forehead of the devil and say I have one idea I mean yeah right right. shoot it with a bunch of lightning yeah there's four gemstones that doesn't work (laughs) smash all the glowy bits sure and, My say, and when that doesn't work, then we, I mean, I was thinking we take out these weird crystal star flower things. And potentially, if they're feeding energy into it, then... Okay. The soft glow and ticking of this place is haunting. The kuchunk, kuchunk, kuchunk coming from inside the head. An ominous count to some unknown clock. Can... Okay, so I know that the giant glowing head is probably going to ping as fiendish. Um, can I do like a divine sense on the like containment you want to use your divine sense yeah i think i know what this Mm. is and so i think it's not going to come up in any meaningful way but when you use your divine sense the only thing in this room that detects as fiendish is cherish (laughs) (laughs) oh well i'll mention that I don't say it like, hey, listen. <laughs> Does anything else detect is anything else? The most evil thing in this else? room is Cherish. God, evil just painted. The tremendous amounts of evil coming off the floating demon head are mm-hmm. certainly of note, but it does not but detect as fiendish. in nature. No. I will definitely point that out. That's... Okay, that's wild. Unexpected, Yeah. I mean, it's a machine. Why, right? Have, yeah, but 
if it's not powered by anything of a fiendish nature, why would it bear his likeness? You go. Uh. And if the realm scar, quote unquote, and I'm not saying that I don't believe you, Camion, obviously, like you detected it, but like the form in which it's taking, if that's not fiendish, where does then it go? Where does it go? Right. I mean, Kerchunk, Kerchunk. Yeah, we have, like, right, we have encountered things from Mechanus, or Primus. Primus? No. Primus Mechanus. is their god thing, or whatever. Yeah, Dude. yeah. Mechanus uh, is the plane. Very light Before. On the and, mm-hmm. and it's unclear. <laughs> Atticus is uncertain what Primus is. Uh, wait, let me check my notes. What oh, Primus yeah. is... Um, motivation is? Where is that? Primus yeah. agents are... Okay, wait. Unsure where Primus stands in this conflict, Primus agents are trying to co-op Cherish. What he yeah. believes, and, anyway. At, at yeah. least what and, Atticus Carter And believes. we know that the two realms have a concordance of some kind. Mm-hmm. That looks like that to me. Yeah. And then there's four four of these gemstones around the four colored gemstones. I wonder if they uh, are if they represent each of the four realm scars that we closed. I mm, I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, the abyss maybe purple. The one near fair aims here, gold. Okay. Uh, but we closed one in the forest, which was all wintry, and then the other one was also all cold too. So I that's the that those are the two that I was like, I don't know what that means necessarily. Yeah. Well, I so. was I was thinking about that. I was wondering if it had something to do with the map that we saw in Atticus Carter's room um i know that there was a faint green uh sheen around the feywild so maybe that was the one at Farium's here um there were red markers down in stroth or in um south near srothheim yes yeah near srothheim so that would be the top one there Mm -hmm. um the only ones i don't know for sure because there was a, a charcoal ring around Blue Gulch, which doesn't necessarily <laughs> coincide with this theory. Um, My idea for that was spheres of influence, and I was thinking the charcoal one was maybe uh, uh, the mayor. Yeah. Perhaps. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. that was my no take doubt. on that. But that's yeah. hey, absolutely you know, no I'm open to anything right now. Yeah, because because I mean the green sheen like over the the Feywood or the Feywild was specifically over like like we saw a location that was over you know the Cot Bayunes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Uh, my theory, but this doesn't. This also doesn't quite line up because. Um, I either didn't write down four or there's only three 
but the materials mentioned. Yes. Yes. I just I'm because guessing that pyre scale would be the red one, but then I'm not a hundred percent sure what the other ones would be. Maybe amber fell is gold, maybe it's amber, but fuck, I don't know. Uh, I mean, what if they don't align with anything in the outside world? Yeah, what if they're just dope colors? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or some other internal logic. Wait, we have have Atticus Carter's journal. What is... Does it mention a giant glowing head? (laughs) I mean... Talk to the head today for for a while. I was reading it back to front and... Didn't seem like there was mention of the giant head, but maybe it's earlier in there. It's it, it's in one of the earlier parts. I haven't gotten all the way to the beginning yet. Working with biomancers from Zona Zero. Do you want to bust out the journal and start reading it again here? This would mm. be the worst place for it to be located. Hmm. That's but true. yeah, no, that's true. But don't holy, take it but. But, but think about how narrative so narratively interesting. interesting. Stop <laughs> it. Stop that. No. Can't so on that so now. am I not shooting the giant floating head? I'm just afraid that if you shoot the giant floating head, it will there's like some sort of alarm system. Oh, that is definitely a concern. I was or it will wake up. Hopefully implying that we would all shoot it together at the same time. Right. 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 We mm. can do that. I will let those who can shoot things do that. I can. You could just jump up there and stab it really quick, and then can we no. just put a circle down like we normally do to close a realm's car? Yeah, but we need something from the other side. And the right oh, I was going to say, if it does lead to Kenya, then we're good. <laughs> but yeah, we don't know where it leads, and it doesn't seem that we can get into it. Unless, Unless the head's from the other side. That might have I don't know. Uh, so, can I, can, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do a thing. Can I walk up? Can I cross the circle? Where do you want so you walk can up I, onto the, the dais? I'm just gonna walk up to this giant head. Yeah. Okay. Kimmy's like, like, I'm gonna shoot it. And Tears is like, I'm just gonna punch it. Where <laughs> so you walk up to the edge of the circle. The embossment on the ground, again, in a language that you don't recognize. The slightly upraised part just in front of you will rise even further when you approach. As you walk uh-huh. up the steps, the that chunk of the circle will rise until it is a, just above hip height. And now there is some kind of apparatus just in front of you. And the writing atop it that is part of the circle... You can see that the lines of the writing continue in this like swirling, almost cursive-like manner, so that not all of it's connected in some way. And it will pour off the sides of this uh, control panel of some kind, so that it never loses connection with the writing on the bottom of the circle that still runs around the floor. And the writing just in front of you on this panel will further emboss itself, rising up from the... Uh, control panel itself to have a bit more tactile sensation to it. But it's this like un- unknown language. Doesn't look recognizable. Correct. And as you do that and all of this happens, the head will slowly tilt down oh. towards you. I don't think 
I think that if anyone notices that, it's not Tirza, because I think she's looking at this panel. Everyone so you guys fucking are notices it as the head like, slowly Ugh. tilts down towards you, and the gemstones where its eyes are begin to flicker, almost as though they are made of flame. Crimson flame. I hate this. <laughs> Cherish says out loud. Camion has not released their bow. Judah is definitely taking steps towards the dais, but not actually getting on it. Uh, standing nearby, Tirza. Talila is kind of looking around, and she has this big, wonderful smile on her face, and her eyes are closed, even though her head is moving around. It's like she's listening for something. Oh, that makes shit. sense. God, is this uh... Orion? Talila, Fuck. can you hear the voices? They're so loud here. Mm. What are they saying? That's... They're can saying they're so close. Oh, I might get to meet them. Oh, great. <clears throat> I can't wait. Awesome. Uh, but the head doesn't do anything, right? It just tilts down? It tilts down as it's seemingly staring at what you're doing. Are there any, like, buttons on this apparatus? Yeah, it appears as though the or, the letters on this apparatus have kind of is... come up and are some sort of button. They can clearly be pressed down into this. Guys, I'm going to press the button. <laughs> <laughs> I don't push the buttons. Have we checked, like, any... Have, has everyone checked to see if they could read this? Or no one is speaking up. up if anyone can read it. Hey, well, can we see it to be able to read it from yeah, like everyone can back see it. here? Yeah, absolutely. okay. It's like it's it me mechanis language, I assume. You do not know. It's a, a lot of straight lines, both vertical and horizontal. There is a, clearly a horizontal line that runs through the entire circle, and then the vertical lines twist and curve around that vertical line. I can guarantee I don't speak this language. For for look yeah, purposes, yeah, it kind of looks vaguely Arabic, but not. I was going to say it's Bostonian. No one knows what it means. Um, just in terms of like the the font style, I guess. Mm -hmm. Well, good to know that this is like some sort of control panel of some kind or something. This looks like a button. Should I press it? And as you speak, Tirza, while standing on the dais, a voice erupts from the head. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad. I, I, Elliot, faint. <laughs> night, night. And it will say, You are not the child. Uh, Tirza with just like the like a sickening slowness will just kind of look over her shoulder to where Cherish is. It just. <sighs> okay, so I shouldn't go on the dais. Good to no, know. No! Definitely not. Mm. Absolutely not. And the head will what say. What do you want with her? Burn, deceiver. Uh, Tears it, get off the dais. 
Yeah, cool. And there is... About to take a bunch a of fire damage. <laughs> ratcheting, <laughs> clicking sound. Followed by a... <laughs> the whole platform you are on shudders slightly as something... I'd like to step off of it if I can. <laughs> and as you step off, you see something cresting the lip of the dais just behind the f- platform. And this immense, draconic creature comes crawling up out of the weird fractal darkness as you see this enormous thing made of metal and fire and leaking oil clawing its way up onto the platform its for- forearms are these wicked looking spiked maces that shift and morph as they grasp onto the top lip of the platform. It pulls itself up, letting out a shrieking metallic roar, and I need everyone to roll initiative. Oh, fuck, that's so cool, and I'm scared as hell. (laughs) I know that this isn't actually a dungeon, but man, we're fighting a dragon in the dungeon. Episode 100, (laughs) y'all. We're getting dungeons and dragons. And dragons. definitely a dungeon. Dungeons, dragons, and and diners heads. and dives, depression, diners Diner. and dives, and definitely and depressed. potentially dads, potentially I mean, dads, big yeah. old me- metal daddy, oh, <laughs> big, okay, big Fuck old metal yeah. daddy, Fuck yeah. Uh, Elliot did send me a picture of the the I... box cover of the Don't Wake Daddy game, and yes. I, I also lost put my it in the Matt comrades. It's I also, yeah. also put it in the Matt comrades chat. Twenty to twenty-five. Uh, yes, that I got a. So I get a plus eight, so that's going to be twenty-five. Twenty, baby. Ooh. Yeah. Fifteen to twenty. Sixteen. Sixteen. Good roll. <laughs> Ten to fifteen. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> Here's a. Bringing up the rears, bringing up the rears. Oh, that's not entirely true, because um, oh, Lila rolled down. real bad. Oh no, oh. no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Pull um. So that is going to bring us to the top with Sid. Yeah. Um. So I see. This dragon-looking thing. You see this coming. mechanical dragon pulling itself up onto the ledge, yes. Uh, I am going to... Uh, uh, let's see how far... I'm going to use my bonus action to uh, produce the Storm Echo... Okay, so you clap uh, and your then I'm sword going... and pull apart, and you have two. Yes, and then I'm going to run up here. Okay, so you move uh, south to the edge of the dais, kind of getting to the corner that uh, blocks line of sight between you and the lip of the dais overlooking the empty space, where conveniently yes. there's a mechanical dragon. Yes, uh, I'd like to not be in direct line of sight of the dragon just yet. Very cool. Um, and then I will use my action to take the dodge action in case something attacks me. Sounds good. 
that will bring us to something unseen. And by unseen, I mean the metal flowers, which will begin oh, blooming. Within yeah. each petal, you see that there is an eyeball staring out and swiveling. There's a little fractal of geometry at the center that shines with a, a bright, gleaming gemstone of the same color that is at its center. And they will begin looking around. The one near the bottom right of this room that glows with the yellow gemstone, its eyes will fix on you, Sid. And yep. one of the flower petals will spin and point towards you. And this enormous gout of gas will erupt <laughs> out in a cone. Ooh. And I need you to give me a constitution saving throw. Good. Hey, good thing I did the, the dodge action, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. Constitution. Uh, 11. 11? Yeah. Is exactly what you needed. Oh! <laughs> nice. Oh! oh. Fucking Everlight. You feel this gas leaching into you, and there's this stiffening sensation in your arms and legs, but you kind of like shake and shake it off before the gas oh. just settles back down to the ground and dissipates. Oh my god. The paralytic okay. not taking any effect. <laughs> The right. one in the purple will point towards Cherish and do the same thing. Oh, oh, does that mean I get both of them? Because I'm hanging out You are invisible. Here. They don't know where you are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the robots girl. can't see me. Eat my whole butt. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to chill, stand there and chill the whole, the whole fight? Stand I'm not here. Still. I'm not here. I left 45 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, I went back to the bar. Um, why well, I, I rolled an eleven and I get plus five, so then that's you're good. Yeah. yeah. You see, the two on the north side of the room will swivel their petals around, and there's some kind of ratcheting sound, and you can see that some setting is being adjusted, and their eyes being glowing with a bright blue light, and now their eyes fixed towards Grawl, as apparently they've activated some mode that uh, they weren't in before. That was their turn, that's what they do, uh, but they are apparently very aware of your existence. Well, now you can use spells. That will bring us to Cherish. I can okay, use spells whenever I, I want. am going to, uh, let's see, I should have been measuring... Apologies. As a free action on uh, people's turn, Kamian's going to shout, Kill the head or kill the dragon! What about these fucking flowers? Dra- I, I'd say dragon first. <laughs> Bigger priority. Um, speaking of the dragon, uh, I am going to cast slow. Oh, okay. You know. Like you do. Okay. okay. And um, it needs to make some kind of saving throw? Yes. I'm trying to see. And I'm going to use a sorcerer point to make sure that Sid succeeds because I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, you it's not going to hit Tirza. Yeah, it's far enough away. If you center it like to the left of the dragon, you're not going to hit Sid. Oh, okay. Okay, perfect. 
Um, yes, it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Hope since it's not good at those. I'll see. Wisdom saving throw of natural 20. Um, oh! Zero is still a natural 20. Um, oh, damn it! <laughs> Fuck! God damn it! What you do notice, though, is as your spell lances out and drapes over it, veins of what you're pretty sure is rhinestone begins to glow along its metallic hide, and it sheds the magic off as though it is somehow resistant to magical effects to a greater wow. degree than other creatures might be. Wow. Okay. Cool, thanks. I hate it. Man. Oof. Moving at all, chair. Hey. Staying where you are. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't want to be, like, super close to this flower. Um, I'm going to move up to where Camion is. Okay. And that will bring us to Camion who will readjust their sights on the dragon. They will cast Hunter's Mark on this thing, because it needs to die, and Camion knows how to hunt. Then they will cast, yeah, Lightning Arrow at third level at this thing. Sweet. It needs to die. Um, I just, I can't wait for the final moment where we all cast lightning at the same time at the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's not a great attack roll, though. But they do get plus 13 to their uh, bow attacks. Fucking Christ. Rangers, baby! God bless. And that is more than enough to hit this thing with a 21. Sweet. So, lightning arrow deals regular arrow damage, which is little, plus another d6 for the hunter's mark, plus 4d8 lightning damage. Oh, what? Ooh, that's a lot of fives. In fact, that is is four fives. Ooh. Oh, I love it. So that's 20, 28, 32, plus... Seven is thirty-nine. Very nice. That is fortunately. Yeah. Mm. When the arrow lances at this thing and strikes, the lightning damage seems to have a reduced effect on this creature made of entirely of metal and uh, magical components of some kind. It is not electronically driven, so it's not like a a standard robot that would just explode if hit with lightning. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I'll I'll say like to the room at large, like it seems to, you know, be at least a little bit resistant to magical effects, so keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to try to melt it <laughs> next on my next turn. Camion <laughs> uh, will curse and step in front of you, Cherish. And that will bring us to Grawl. Okay. Uh, I am going to... Uh, Yes. Let's see here. (laughs) I am going to... I'm just trying to figure out uh, why my computer likes to freeze as soon as it's my turn. (laughs) weird how that happens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh yeah i'm not within 30 feet of 
the dragon, so I need to get to... I need to get within 30 feet so I can throw a Hexblade's Curse on this son of a bitch. That sounds That'll like do. a good plan. Cool, yeah. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Right, that'll put me within... Just slightly <laughs> too far away. What are you doing, girl? I'm trying to figure out. I need to be two feet closer. Well, it's roughly taking up all of those squares, so you're close enough. Okay. Well, great. Cool. Excellent. Then I am going to use my... Distance is, the, is not an exact science. Okay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean... Use Hexblade's Curse? Yes. So that is a uh, that is my bonus action. And then because I can't hit him with anything from here, I am going to cast Eldritch Blast. Please do. Yes. All right. Roll me. So for Blast 1. Uh, let's see here. That is going to be a 22 to hit. That'll hit. Do we just all focus on this dragon thing, or should at least somebody be taking out these flower things? Uh, I I have a thing I need to do really quick, but then I'm planning on taking out the flower flower boys. Yeah. Okay, so that is um, 14. 14 uh, for force damage? Uh, yes, 14. Okay. For beam 1. Nice. Okay, beam 2. Is an 18 plus 8. Is 26 to hit? 26 will definitely hit. Okay. Uh, 2 plus 4. Uh, that's 6 damage force. Nice. And that one's probably not going to hit with a 13. 13 is not going to hit. Last beam okay. goes wide. Well, okay. Well, and that's uh, that's my turn. That's my movement, my bonus action, and my action. Okay. Boom. That will bring us to Judah, who does what he do, and by that I mean be a laser minotaur. Judah will stride up onto the uh, dais, fists aglow with his radiant key, and make a series of sunbolt attacks. Uh, Spending some key points, he's going to make a total of... Five, I believe. Hell yes. Oh. Judah! Monks, 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 monks. There's at least one natural 20 in there. Um, but some bad rolls in there as well, unfortunately. Uh, so that's only going to be two hits, one of which is a crit. Well, it's... Could be worse, some. but it could be better. Uh, so most damage you could possibly do with a single strike is 12 uh, plus... 8 is 20, plus 6 is 26 points of damage to this thing, with a series of blasted uh, laser bolts out of his fists. Um, Have we established Judah has person hands, right? Yes. Albeit only four fingers, but yes. Yeah. 
That's what I thought I remembered, but I... Yeah, yeah it doesn't have hooves for hands. I just... <laughs> Any person that has hands has person hands, so I don't understand That's... what you're trying to say. I, yeah, I did not... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. These ways. Four fingers. That will bring us to Tirza. Um, I am going to head north a little bit as well, so that I'm basically, um... And Grawl is obviously troll. visible now, so... Yeah, and I'm gonna Ooh. go up up to to where Grawl is, so okay. that I'm kind of um, so on the north side of the circle, still up on the dais. Yes, correct. Uh, and I'm going to um, I'm gonna pull out my lightning javelin and do what I do uh, at the head thing, but I'm hoping that I can get a beam to the big old dragon boy. So are you shooting at the so you're, you're you're throwing the javelin at the floating head mm-hmm. in the hopes that the lightning will pass through the head and hit the dragon. That's what I'm hoping. God. Uh actually, okay. give me just one second. Can I do that with these flower power folks? I really can't. So I'm going to attempt to do this. Okay. Give me And you know I got a storm strike. Yeah, I kind of figured um, so here's my question about Storm Strike, though. Mm-hmm. Is doing Storm Strike a bonus action? No, it is an attack. It is an attack. So you're not actually activating the Lightning Javelin. You're not using the Lightning Javelin's, uh, powers, because that is also part of an attack. Those are two separate oh, things. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot about that. Um, so I guess I will just use, like a regular javelin to do this. Okay, let me just double check about that javelin uh, just to be sure, but I'm fairly certain that is the case. Actually, Um, I'm I'm pretty sure that's also the case because I think when I bought it, I went, oh shit, I can't use this and Storm Strike at the same time. Oh, wow. Nope. Nope. That's... No, that's totally not the case. (laughs) When you hurl it... You speak the command word and it transforms into a bolt of lightning. It says nothing about it using an action to do this. Yes. And you can't use it again until dawn of the next day. So Yeah. Well apparently the command word is get fucked. Oh. Uh, no. <laughs> no, Tears um, is not allowed to say fuck. Yeah. Oh no, correct. the one word. Now's I the time. So, Now's the time, okay. Uh it needs to make a a dexterity saving throw against all of these things. Uh, both the lightning and javelin and your storm strike. Yes, and both it and the dragon will hopefully need to do that, unless right. it absorbs all of this lightning, which Give is going to make me really Give me an attack bad. roll first off. Actually, no, because the attack roll just turns into the lightning bolt. So this just hits. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm trying to think of the mechanics here. Storm strike specifically says if the attack hits... The foe has disadvantage on the saving throw, correct? Yeah. Fuck. Um, <laughs> wow, this is the wombo combo right here. I broke, wow. I broke needs- Storm Strike. Guys, we uh, need to take another quick break. Tirza needs to get nerfed real quick. Yes. <laughs> well, the, the good news is, is that I know that the saving throw number for both of these is fairly low. Right, when I say good news, I mean good news for my monsters. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Because the saving throw on the Javelin of Lightning specifically is 13. What is Tears' mm-hmm. saving throw, DC? 
14. 14, okay. So, yeah. uh, I'm going to make the Javelin of Lightning saving throws first. Uh, oh, what do you know? The giant floating head failed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Not huh. really going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, I'm shocked. It like, just does a flip well, out of the way. <laughs> the dragon, on the other hand, uh, got a 17 for the Javelin Lightning, so it's taking half okay. as much damage for the initial Javelin. Which I will I will calculate right now as you're making the other saving throws. And the giant head, what do you know? Failed the second saving throw. Wow. Hey. Fuck that head. Literally. 12 minus 3 is 9. Um... So it can move. Yes, this thing it. has stats. Um, I'm oh. So that is to find out uh, why. <laughs> <laughs> for uh, the I... for the storm strike, that is uh, twenty two lightning damage, and yeah, twenty two lightning damage. Okay. The dragon failed the saving throw for the storm strike, so it took. Uh, the full amount of damage there. That full 22. Uh, Though slightly the... reduced for dragon reasons. I'm worried that That's at totally some point fine. the head is just going to like float off into the distance and then just rest down onto, onto a giant torso with arms and legs and all of the fun bits. Frankly, that's where I thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was... This is just the point. This is just the holding cell for the head. I was just thinking it was a floating head and hands, you know, Andros style. But. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, good. That, that That's not good either. Gotta use bombs wisely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the, um, the, uh, javelin itself, the lightning damage is 17. Okay. So that's a grand total of 39. 39. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and the real reason I did this is because I'm very, very hopeful that my Ascension armor equips. And yeah, there is an explosion of rainbow light as suddenly uh, the <laughs> like random person clothes that Tirza was wearing are shredded and replaced oh, by <laughs> the magical plate I'm werewolves! God damn it. <laughs> Like the the like the clothes explode like you're an anime character there's flexing. A, there's too a long. magical girl transformation that happens here. Excellent. Excellent. And suddenly Tirza is revealed in all her splendor, purple cape flying backwards, armor in a uh, equipped in a wind that comes from nowhere, and the rumble of thunder her, somewhere in the distance. Her her magical girl transformation music is definitely Cry Thunder by by. Uh... Uh, Dragon Force. Nice. It's just like that chorus. Cry <laughs> thunder! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so kind of short, though. Yeah. We'll get you some platform. Okay. Some platform boots. There is a shuddering that comes from the head as it receives this damage, and you see the gemstone on its forehead suddenly crack. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry, Camion. You were right. Absolutely, just smashing it was the way to go. And there is an aggressive <sighs> from <laughs> the middle of the room. That's that's totally fair. The dragon is now going to go. Cool. 
Good. It Go will right home. flap up into the air until it is above the head. Oh. It will glance down and like swing its head backwards, and you see a port on its chest suddenly open. And I need Sid, Judah, Grawl, and Tirza to please give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Grawl, Grawl you have a plus two to this. I <laughs> gonna need it. <laughs> okay. How's a, nope, never mind. How's a dirty 20? Dirty 20 sounds great. Great. Um, I got a 19 plus... Five, so twenty-four. Yeah, and eighteen for me. Eighteen, and uh, Judah got the same. So you all manage to dodge the initial geyser of oil that is sprayed oh. across the dais. Oh my gosh! Dancing to the side, you kind of dance through the raindrops a little bit, but the floor around you is covered in this slick, greasy black substance. That smells of, well, boil. Boing. Yep. The dragon will remain hovering in the air about 30 feet up, its wings flapping, and you see some kind of red flame beginning to kindle behind its teeth. But that yep. will bring us to Talila. So we didn't take any damage from that? No. Just the floor around You're you is covered in oil. You're now standing in an oil pit, and it's <laughs> hey, fucking... Hey, I'm just making sure that I die later rather mm -hmm. than right now. Right? Uh, Talila will begin when... casting a spell. Because it's the scream has started. Bring on the screams. That will bring us to the bottom of the round, and you see the gemstones of the head suddenly kindle to fire. Literal crimson flames begin erupting from where all the gemstones are on the head. And in that same wicked, booming voice, it will say, BURN! And the head will begin spinning around, and coming out of its <laughs> mouth, this enormous gout of flame will erupt across the dais, igniting the oil that you're standing on. I need everyone to give me dexterity saving throws again. Cool. Yeah. Well, love it. I love this. Cool, this neat. Awesome. Uh, how's a 15? 15. 15's not great. Oh, fuck. A 15's not great? No. <laughs> you have a <laughs> Cool, dude. Fuck. <laughs> A seven. Seven. Cool. <laughs> Rolled an 18 again. 18. 18 oh, is good. no. Judah <gasps> got a 24. He's doing okay. Fuck yeah. Not, I'm not wasting my saving face on that. Because okay. it wouldn't matter. Yeah. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, saving face is only if I fail. And then it would only... I think it's only usable if it gets me over... The, I mean, you can choose to use it before remember. you... It's after you roll, but before you know the results of the roll. So if you want to use it, now is the time. Get you up to a 12, though, right? Yeah, but a 15 is not great. Yeah. So, 
Those of you yeah, who rolled under an 18, which is Grawl and Sid, yeah. will be taking 36 points of fire damage. So I will take half of that. Sure you will, because of rogue nonsense. Rogues! Yeah. Uh, That's why I'm standing right next to you, Reed. 36. <laughs> so I can so give you a little, little boost. Okay, that'd be 18. And 18 Great. damage to those who saved. Okay, well that took me down to almost half health in one hit. Hmm. And the ground around you is now on fire. I love it. Use that information how you will, because we're back at the top with Sid. Great. Sid, um, the ground underneath you is on fire. Yeah, I'd like to move out of that. Please take four um, fire damage. Okay. Um. So, oh, hold on. As you started your turn in the fire. I did. Um, so now I'm at... Perfect. Okay. Um, I am going to move out of the fire. Oh, good call. Uh, and, and I'm going to run up at this flower doodad. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stab. Okay. Please do. Okay. Plus nine. Uh, 19. 19 is definitely going to hit. Great. Uh, you are by your lonesome over here, so this sounds like a swashbuckler sting attack. Sure does. Swashbuckler sneak attack, which is straight up right in front. Just stabbing anything. <laughs> well, right it's stabbing up. things by your lonesome. Yeah. Being a show-off is what it is. <laughs> Tim would never do that. <laughs> he is the model of humility. The... Yeah, everything his character has, has come to be. 22 uh, to 26. Twenty-nine plus five, so that's going to be thirty-four plus. I'm assuming uh, storm piercer damage. Absolutely, um, thirty-seven damage. You lunge into this thing, and storm piercer lets out a ha ha as you come in for a devastating attack that shears through the crystal in the center and something about your blow you're not sure if it's storm piercer or just the exact way in which you stab but the crystal at the center of this thing explodes hell yeah and the flower petals suddenly go limp and the whole apparatus seems to sag only held up against the wall when the conduits jerk up from the floor and kind of hold it there in the alcove but otherwise the whole apparatus seems to have deflated slightly and there is this jerking keening sound from the massive fiery head as one of the conduits goes dark And you got anything else for your turn, Sid? Cool. Uh, I still have a bonus action, but I can't quite make it to this other one. Okay. Uh, am I am I um, out of the? Uh, I'm out of the 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 flaming uh, dais. You are not currently point. on fire. No. Great. Uh, I'm going to. You know, because I can't. I have to use my bonus action to get up there. Okay, I, I, I'm going to move over here to the other side of this flower, so I can get within striking distance of this next flower as soon as I get over to it. 
Okay. So moving so to that'll the be... west or east? Yeah, west. Uh, to the west, yeah. Just edge in a little bit closer. Okay. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. And that puts you right in range for that flower. So when it gets to its turn right now, it's going to orient towards you and spray that paralytic gas straight at you. So please give me a constitution saving throw. Uh, ooh, that's probably going to fail. That's a 7. That will fail. You feel your limbs seizing up as you take a sudden shocked breath in as another gout of spray comes at you, and you feel your whole body beginning to go rigid as you are now paralyzed. Damn. You that can sucks. repeat that saving throw at the end of each of your turns. Okay. Uh, the other... Let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, Grawl is just in range. And so is Tirza. Uh, it is going to target Tirza, though. Uh, because you're the one throwing around all the lightning. And I need Tirza to give me a constitution saving throw. Hey, you know what? That's fine. (laughs) I'm very cool with it, weirdly enough. What you got, Tirza? Oh, I say these things. I got a 10, and 10, which I know is one below what I need. Exactly. Stupid. Mm. So you, feel, you too feel your limbs beginning to seize up, which is especially bad when you're standing on a place that's on fire. <laughs> in fire. <laughs> it's, it's in... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fire, that will bring us to Cherish. Um, can I see the... Oh, God. You just saw a jet of greenish mist being sprayed straight into Tears' face. Yeah. The problem is that she's very heavy. She is, and (laughs) she's standing in fire. Fire I can take. It's just that I can't really get her out of it. What you doing, Cherish? Um, There's also the big flying dragon and the floating fire head. There is also the big flying dragon. I will probably, like, say, hey, someone grab Tirza out of the fire. (laughs) I think she's paralyzed. And Judah will say, working on it. (laughs) Okay. Just want to make sure we're all on the same page with that one. Um, I'm going to take a quick sidestep. Um... From behind Camion. Um, as a bonus action, I am going to activate my chromatic state. Mm. Spending how many? Five charges. Five Because I have to spend five. At the very least. Yeah. Um, and I am going to... My, my little um, pilot light in my hand... Um, shifts to uh acid okay uh and it like moves from my palm out to my uh finger my fingers my two uh fingers and i cast acid bolt at what well it is a 100 foot line uh from straight line yes the dragon is above the head by oh, about is it? 20 feet, yes. If I, like, crouch down, can I angle it? If you got up into the fire, you probably <laughs> could. Uh, 
that's bad for many reasons. Um, Just giving you options. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but no, from where Honestly, you're standing, is, yeah, you cannot. Do you have enough movement to go up into the fire and then come back? <laughs> No, don't go on to. Do not know, go on to go, the. Dais. I don't want to go on the day. That's that is. Don't you have resistance to fire? Bad. Oh yeah, that's right. That's don't do not, that. You should go yeah, up onto the dais and press all the buttons. Just see what it does. <laughs> Just see well, what it does. Press all the buttons with one hand and then a raised middle finger with the other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean no. I'm not going to do that. Um. I'm just going to do it at the head. Okay. Firing at the head. The head needs to make a dexterity, dexterity saving, saving throw. throw. Wow, what a what a shocker! It failed. Four <laughs> minus three is one. Um. <laughs> hmm. So yeah, this acid bolt. Yes. Dang. Yes, as you change the damage type on lightning bolt from lightning to acid. Indeed. Because I can. It's a thin green line, reminiscent of a disintegration. It's not green because acid is black dragons, so it's like a really dark, uh, almost black purple. Oh, okay. Thin line, just straight out. Yeah. Some kind of monofilament. As as thin as five feet can be. Sure. Relatively thin compared to the enormous floating (laughs) devil head. (laughs) That's true. It's all relative. Um, okay. um, okie so Everything's five, relative. Five, ten, fifteen. And this devil head is Cherish's relative. <laughs> is it or is it just a construct? Good question. We're about to find out. I don't like either one, Mike. <laughs> and of course we have Grawl on deck after Camion. Mm-hmm. 31. 31 points of acid damage. Yes. Ooh, doggy. There is a searing as a bits of this thing's face begin to slough off. And you see that beneath the metallic edifice of the face is just gemstone. So it's not that there are multiple gemstones inside of this thing's head. It's that the metallic faceplates is built around one enormous crimson ruby. Okay. That's troubling. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Definitely. And there are bits and pieces of that ruby that are now beginning to splinter. Okay. Staying where you are, moving. Um, I'm gonna swoop right back by Camion. <sighs> and Camion will. <laughs> Listen, dog, you moved in front of me. <laughs> Thank you at least for not shooting that through me, I suppose. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm not tears, okay? <laughs> so much shade. <laughs> I don't say that out loud. Have- Okay, but have any of you died? Have you died, though? <laughs> Almost. Specifically from me shooting you with light. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, then Camion is just gonna shoot the dragon a bunch because Hunter's Mark is still in effect and this thing needs to die. And yeah, yeah. arrows, they do not think will work super well against a uh, big gemstone. So they're gonna shoot twice with their longbow. Uh, that's a 22 and that's a 23. So that will both hit. Woohoo! Uh, not a ton of damage, but hey, Hunter's Mark helps make up the difference there. Ooh, unless I roll, wow, three sixes and an eight. That's pretty dang good. 18, hey, 24, plus 14 is 38. Thank you, Camion. That is slightly reduced mm-hmm. because of dragon stuff. Actually, no, because this is a magic weapon, so it overcomes that. Um, uh-huh. So, 100. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, this dragon is starting to flag a little bit in the air, but it is still kicking, and that will bring us to Grawl, who is on fire. Yay, I'm Please on Please take fire. four fire damage. Four points of fire damage. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um, I still have... He's cursed there. Okay. Um, ba 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 Let's move. I feel like if I move to the north here, that might get me. So you move down northward off the dais? Yes. Well, if I'm standing here, these um, flowers, are they like in a recess where they can't? They wouldn't be able to see me at this angle. Oh, no, absolutely or can they not. They're, they're okay. poking out of those alcoves. Okay. And I so just as check. you retreat northward into that corner, you definitely have one of them's eyeballs swiveling towards you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just debating which one's more important to take care of, dragon or... I'll take it. I'll, I'll shoot at the dragon. Um, so I am going to... <laughs> Use an Eldritch Blast? Yeah, I'm probably going to do Eldritch Blast again, just because there's nothing else that is going to uh, really help me. Okay. Um, so, all three beams going at the dragon? Yep. Okay. Give me those attack rolls. Um, 19, 19 for beam hit. 1. Cool. And that's not the right dice. Uh, so, that's the first one's 10. Okay. Horse. Uh, dirty 20 to dirty hit. 20 hit. Okay. That is 8. Mm-hmm. And um, 25 to hit. Oh, yeah. All three. Just boom, boom, boom. Great. Cool. Um, and that will last one will be 7. Uh, All right. Yeah. So these Eldritch Blasts rake across this thing's underbelly, and it lets out a metallic shrieking sound. You see little flicks of flame coming up from between its teeth. And that will bring us to Judah, who is also on fire. Wow, I keep rolling fours, which is definitely on the lower end of how much damage it could be dealing. Hmm. But... Needless to say, Judah is going to try to run over through the flames to Tirza. <sighs> through fire and flames, he will carry yeah, her <laughs> on his shoulder. 
Uh, he's going to roll an athletics check. Yeah, 19. Okay, so he throws Tirza over his shoulder. And then, spending a key point, bonus action, step of the wind, get you both out of there. Appreciate that. I can't say it. Uh, actually, when you're paralyzed, you can uh, speak stutteringly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that, is, that is a different condition, I'm pretty sure. I don't think I can yeah, speak I think- at all. Paralyzed is uh, can't move or speak. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Oh, I think that's like stunned. Paralyzed actually, or yeah. something. Yeah. yeah, I think stunned. Stunned, is. stunned as you can. Yeah. Okay. Well, that is Judah's whole turn. That'll bring us to Tirza, who is still paralyzed. Uh, but you can. I, the only thing I can do is make a saving throw. This is true. To try mm-hmm. to get out of there, I. Didn't realize that I was incapacitated as well until I looked at the condition because I was going to be like, I'm going to use my bonus action to just, even though I can't catch it, bring the javelin back to me. It'll just hit me in the face. It's fine. But I can't do that. So I'm just going to make the saving throw. Instead. Let's see. Cool. That is a... 16 plus 3 plus 2 is 21. 21. Okay, yeah, you shake off the paralysis as Judah is setting you down. That will bring us to Dragon. Let's see. How big of a cone is this? It's a big cone. 30 foot cone. Oh, really quickly, where did Judah bring us? Uh, kind of like... Yeah, Judah pulled you down off the dais, kind of near the center of the room. Okay. Oh, so we are where we are on the map, just kind of like between the two yeah. um, flowers. Between the two flowers in the north. Uh, he's not really aware of their range, necessarily. He's just trying to get you not in fire. No, that's that's totally fine. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Nice. So, Dragon's going to fly forward. And so it's flapping its wings above the head, uh, and it's going to let out a gout of flame that basically engulfs everybody except for Grawl and Talila. So I need everybody except for those two to give me dexterity saving throws. Oh, me too? Oh, no, Sid is down in the corner. I forgot about you, because you're paralyzed. Yeah. Oh, Talila, no... Uh, Talila does get a plus two. I don't know that that'll help a ton, but... Is she within uh, range oh, no. of your I'm aura? so sorry. I flipped Tirza and Cherish's icons. Okay, because Judah Reading is definitely hard. getting your bonuses. Yeah. Um, uh-oh, Talila rolled a ten. Judah, on the other hand, rolled a twenty-one. <laughs> What do we got for... Uh, I got a 19, inexplicably. Okay. Also got a 19. Cheers. Okay. Oh, and I got a roll for Camion as well. Camion also got a 19, though that there's some additives to that to make it a 27. Um, uh, So that means that you're all taking half damage, uh, except for Talila, who is taking a just... Faceful of fire at the moment. 
Where's Georgia at? Uh, it hasn't come back around to her turn yet. Takes a whole round to cast the uh, the Golem Conjuration. Miss George. Oh damn! He misses you. He's too. my favorite Bone Golem I've ever I, I've ever met. <laughs> That's twenty. That doesn't mean put more 30. in Mike all of a sudden just because I said he was he was my favorite. So half of thirty nine is going to be. 18 points of fire damage. And 18 divided by 2 again. 19. Nine for me. That'd be 19. Yeah. Yes, 19 points of fire damage. So I'm taking 10. Love that. Correct. Am I muted? Nope, I gotcha. Okay. Nobody was paying attention to me, so... Uh oh <laughs> I <are> assumed... <laughs> I was having to track damage for three different NPCs. I am sorry for being slightly distracted. But that is Dragon's turn. That's not true. That will bring us to Talila, who will finish her conjuration. And there, in yeah, the center girl. of the room, pulling itself up from the very stone as though it were moist earth, is the form of the bone golem, George. And Talila will shout, George, destroy the flowers! Yes, please. Oh my gosh. And George will rush south towards the closest flower, and George will smash. George. Sid can't say anything, but he thinks how happy he is to see George for the first time in his life. (laughs) Uh, 13 plus 10 is 23... So, George, do smash, and George, roll 48 for damage. Yeah, George. 9 plus 4 is 13, plus 6 is 19. So he deals some damage, but he does not wreck this thing. And that is George's turn. Uh, That will bring us to the head, which will twist and turn... And it does not have a target for its raking lasers, but it will use its action to empower the devices around it. It will give the dragon a bonus movement. And the dragon will land on the dais in front of all of you. And it is, like, whipping around, its jaws still molten hot, the teeth of its mouth still burning with a a bright red-white of metal that is turned incandescent with heat. And that is the head's turn. That will bring us back to the top with Sid, who is paralyzed. I am, so I will go ahead and make that constitution saving throw. Please do. That's a four, so I am still paralyzed. Yes, you are. Yay. That will bring us to Modrons. Not that you know what those are. The flowers (laughs) will, let's see, the one by George will try to whack at him. And, (laughs) wow, George's AC might need some nerfing. Um... (laughs) Uh, this is all just a play test for George. This is okay. really this whole a play campaign test for George. is play testing for George because like he's a sack of hit points and his AC is also twenty two. That seems a little much. Um, 
Damn. Because oh, his AC and hit points are... A wiz- and it's for a wizard. But the idea is that, like, the more spell slots you pour into the golem, the more badass it becomes. Yeah. Effectively making you play as the golem most of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and then, I mean, I guess, like, you would be walking around, your, your character would be walking around, like... As the weak point for that. Oh yeah, and yeah. that is definitely Swyla. Yeah. Like she has uh, no hit points, and uh, she's uh, out of spell slots for the most part. So yeah, that's yeah. definitely a weak link in this. Um, mm-hmm. so, I mean, there's there's balance. So let's see. Uh, the Modron to the north is, and the Red Crystal is going to shoot paralytic gas at Grawl, and the one and the Green Crystal is not within range. 10, 15, 20, 20. Actually, Judah. Judah has to make a con save and fails. So Judah is now paralyzed. Grawl. Uh, 17. Is it con? Plus two. Yes. 19. 19. You're fine. Yay. That will bring us to Cherish. Okay. I'm right here. Giant mechanical dragon has landed just in front of you. The uh. giant floating head now revealed to be more of a, a crystalline apparatus is hovering damaged behind it. Uh, I'll get the I'm going to move kind of, I'm going to move over here. Mm-hmm. Not on the dais, but like, you know, in this square at the foot of the stairs. And by the way, the dragon landed on the dais and it seems completely unaffected by the fire. That seems... That tracks. Yeah. That's okay. fine. That's fine. I am I'll take care of the dragon. Let me do it. I'm going to spend uh, two sorcery points. They to to cast a wall of fire, wall of acid, really, Mm. um, as a bonus action. Very good. Uh, And I am going to cast it. Let me double check to make sure that I did this right. Um. Oops. Trying to make sure I can get Yeah, I can get pretty much the whole head in a twenty foot diameter or a, yeah, twenty foot diameter, twenty foot high acid wall. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Can it can it see through that? Um, that's a really good question. Because yeah. I'm I not sure. I believe the can... wall is opaque with wall of fire. Um uh, Does it I not say? Might that on my spell uh, card. I see. I'll look it up while the fire. Uh, I'm also looking it up. So where is the uh, where are the points of the firewall connected to? So like oh. right in the middle of the head yeah. and right in the middle of the dragon? Um, so actually that was the thing I was going to ask. Um, so the thing that the f- head is floating on top of it's not floating on top of anything. It's just empty space beneath it, yes. Okay, never mind. I can't do that because I was going to ask that because it has to be... I have to make the wall on a solid surface. Ah, I see. Yes, problematic. Problematic make, indeed. Can you make the wall on the thing? If it is a thing? What are you talking about? Like, can you make the on wall the on, on the head? Uh, it's covered in metal. I don't it know is, if that's considered it. It's technically a creature, so I'm going to say no. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's not a surface. It's, yeah. It's not wide enough across. No, not really. Hmm. Uh, 
Fuck. <laughs> if you did do this, the wall is Great. okay. Okay. Just so you know. Thank you. Um, well, the other thing I could do. Uh. Uh, <laughs> just hang on. <laughs> just as Elliot is measuring across the entire map. I I am Dog, measuring it's fine. across the hey, entire hey, map. Hold hey, on. Hey, dude, do whatever you want. I'll take care of this dragon. It's fine. I got a thing. It's cool. Okay. It's called Great Sword. It is called Great Sword. Actually, <laughs> it wouldn't get you. Because it ha- it's only because the the other measurement is oh, the wall, like just a straight sixty foot line. Which as would long end. as I can see the dragon, it's fine. Which yeah, you can see I the can dragon, just, you know. Boop, boop, and it doesn't have to fine. be sixty feet, really. Oh, okay. I can make it any freaking length I want, as long as it's less than sixty feet. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. What are you casting? Fucking go get him, boss. Um, Do it. I am going to cast. Oh yeah, perfect. Okay, so I'm going to cast Wall of Acid starting on the dais, the top stair mm-hmm. reaching across to the other side of the top stair. So it's about 40 feet long. Okay. Um, And the side that the damage is going to go, because I have to pick one or the other, mm-hmm. is uh, let's see. Towards the head or towards the dragon? Um, towards the head. Okay. Because the head is within the ten feet. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, so boiling wall of acid erupts from the ground. Yeah. So it has to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh wow, dexterity saving. Throw. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven minus three is nine. Solved your head head puzzle. I solved your head puzzle. I'm <laughs> melting it. <laughs> Way to exploit the giant head's one weakness. It can't really move. <laughs> Listen. Oh, no. it's got legs. Um, okay. So I, 10, 15 acid damage. Okay. Oh, wait. Hold on. Holding I'm on. I'm rolling d6s. What are you supposed to be rolling? D8s. Ah, I see. Higher average at the very least. Yeah. 48. Come on, baby. Oh, God. Why do I get the feeling I'm going to be paralyzed this entire fight? <laughs> and Grawl, hey. you are on deck after Camion, by the way. For your hubris. Hey. You already now you know how I feel in thing. combat. Yeah. <laughs> Except I'm never paralyzed. That's just, I just can't hit things. Okay, 19 acid damage. Oh, okay. Mm. It's a lot better. The rest of the metal faceplates begin to slough off, and it is revealed to be an enormous gemstone, roughly head-shaped. There is still, like, visages of a person's face in the etching of this gemstone, but it is not clearly the face of as of uh, Mephistopheles anymore. And then my uh, action... Because that was my bonus action. Because mm-hmm. uh, of sorcery points. Ca- sorcery mm. points, baby. I'm going to cast um, uh, Acid Bolt uh, at the uh, flower that George is fighting. Okay. Um, and that is a 17 to hit. That'll absolutely hit. 
Okie dokie. And that is 3d10. Boop, boop, d10, d10, d10. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. This flower explodes as it begins to melt and wither. The connection ports that held it to the alcove here beginning to sluice off, and it kind of withers and falls to the ground, and yet another conduit leading to the head flickers and dies. And you see, suddenly, the gemstone switches between crimson and blue-gray porcelain in color, but then it goes back to crimson. Ah. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, fuck. Quite business, so I return to the side. That will, uh, moving at all, Cherish, staying where you are? Uh, I have used all my movement, so that's okay. my movement, my action, and my bonus action. That will bring us to Camion, who is confronted by a giant dragon. Um, could be, could be worse, could be better. Uh, but what they will do is disappear. Fair. And reappear about 15 feet back in front of Talila. Bow in hand, drawing back and letting loose a couple of arrows. Ooh, those are some good hits. 27? Yeah. Excellent. And I have... Totally been forgetting to add the planar damage that Camion can do once per turn. I'm sorry, Camion, I'm not playing your subclass right. I have so many keep things to keep track of a lot right now. You're track of a lot right now. That is 18 plus 14 is 32. Oh, this dragon's looking shaky. This dragon's looking shaky. That will bring us to Grawl. Okay, so question, Mike. The the piercing arrow aspect thing that I picked up from eating the um, crossbow, that does that count as its own attack, or is that on top of a attack I'm already doing? Cause, I mean, read the class feature. Right, so it says, does it, like, it's an attack, but you don't make an attack roll for the attack. Instead, it just does the thing. So... Does it say as part of an attack action? Uh, when you use this option, you don't make an attack roll for the attack. Instead, the arrow f- fires forward in the line. Then it is part of the attack action, yes. Okay. So technically, so this I is one I... of your swings with your sword. Okay, cool. I'm not necessarily doing that, but um, what I am going to do is I am going to... Let's see here. How far... Uh, I can see him. I should be able to see yes. the dragon just fine. Great. Cool. Uh, I am going to uh, teleport directly on top of it. <laughs> okay. With uh, the hunter's mark thing? Uh, the, the My Hexblade's curse. Yes. I can relentless hex teleport directly to it as a bonus action. Very good. Very good. Yes. Yep. And I'm not in the fire. (laughs) Suck it, dragon. Yeah. One might say you're on a proverbial fire, but yes. That's fine. That's That's fine. Okay. That's fire puzzle. Cool. Um, All right. So attack one. And you are right up on this thing. 
Uh, and yeah, it's really tough to miss the thing that is just below you. So I'm going to say you have advantage on these attack rolls. Ooh, okay. So there's a whole lot of dragon just all around you. It's a <laughs> target rich environment. Okay, so the first one is a 19 or a. Uh, that is uh, 24. That'll hit. To hit. Great, cool. So I'll use that lightning business, right? No, no, that's a normal swing of the greatsword. I don't know. It's up to right? you. I know. Well, also, what lightning business? What are you talking about? The piercing thing. Yeah, it doesn't do, do lightning damage, bro. I don't know what it does. I haven't used it. <laughs> it explicitly says uh, force damage, I believe, yeah? I don't know. I can't read, Mike. Okay. <laughs> I give you these options, and I write them out for you, and you're just like, I don't read things. I don't know what it says. I feel like it takes damage if you're hit by an air piercing... Oh, piercing damage. There you go. Okay. Well, anyways. I think we all talked about lightning stuff. And you got excited. I understand. I know. It I want to be a lightning like boy. Lightning. Yeah. All right. So, anyways... Uh, plus hex um, damage. Yeah. So that is seven, uh, 16 damage. 16. Okay. Okay. I'm assuming you're attacking again. Yes, I am attacking again. And. That is going to be second roll eight plus nine seventeen. Seventeen hit. does hit. Cool, great. Oh, those are shitty rolls. Um, that is going to be a twelve. How does this thing die? Yes. Okay, cool. Fuck yeah, I'm going to get some of the, my HP back from this. Um, so I imagine it's like neck is kind of writhing back and forth, uh, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I would want to like wrap the sword around its neck and just kind of pull backwards on it, kind of choking it out until the, the, the blade just goes through the neck. And there's this moment where your hand is clutching the blade of the sword and Grawl's blood is running down the edge of the blade as you're straining backwards, the blade facing towards you, biting into the metallic metal of this thing's neck. And you can see now that the metal this thing is made of is similar to your sword. But something about your sword overcomes the resistance and yours is of a superior make and model. And you cleave through this thing's head and there's a gout of fire that erupts from this thing's neck that flails through the air like some kind of horrible sparkler as it collapses to the ground. The oil that's gushing out of its neck also catching fire and spraying across the floor in front of Camion and Talila. Terrific. I did it. Yay. Okay. Uh, does it, does how, how much movement do I have left? I think 15 feet. Yeah. And then I will, uh, can I, I Round in a victory me. circle. There we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I will move down here. Okay. So towards Perfect. Sid. Then. Yeah. Towards Sid and Got away it. from the other, uh, laser I'm, paralysis flowers. I'm 
I really love that we use table plop, but it does mean that we stop describing things as well, and we are. I move the here. Podcast. Right. You move south away from the dais towards <laughs> Sid as he's paralyzed next to one of the dead flowers. I go for a high five. He does nothing. Judah as well, just stuck in place, staring, his eyes kind of bugging out even as he's paralyzed, as the oil slick spreads across the ground, the flames licking towards his paralyzed body. That will bring us to Tirza. Yeah, sorry, bud. I gotta go attack a thing. <laughs> um, I am going to draw mace and run towards the Modron that, uh, Mo- Modron? Modon. Mo- Modron. 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 Okay. Modron. I was like, oh, God, words. Um, the one that, that had just paralyzed Judah, this, like, blue, bluish one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to smack it with a hammer. Okay. So moving north to one of the, um... Metal flower things in the the dais. You, which one are you going towards? The green one or the red one? The green one. The green one. Okay, yeah, and you smack it with a hammer. Mm-hmm. Give me that I'm attack t- roll. Uh, that is a motherfucker. Uh, that's oh, really? not a number. That good, that's huh? A, um, and uh, I guess okay. it, this might help, but this thing is a construct. I so yeah. I rolled a seven though. Ah, I see. The mm. wait, wait a second. I didn't realize that I also get to add the the bonus to my attack roll. You do. That's uh, why that I said that. Me, ups ups me to a sixteen, which is exactly what you need to hit. Nice. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so glad I have this hammer. That's handy. <laughs> Somewhere the mayor smiles. This isn't the one you left lying in the middle of the road somewhere, right? No, that was just like a broken random one. That was no, just this a family is the one that heirloom. I got from the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was uh, having a love. crisis of faith, okay? It yeah. made sense at the time. Yeah. That is nine bludgeoning damage. And I would like to apply a little bit of smite on there. Please do. Add a little smite sauce on the top. Um, yeah, mm. so I get I get my auto one, mm-hmm. and then I will just add, say third le- or uh, sorry, second level. Sure, why so not? Forty eight. That is sixteen radiant damage. So sixteen radiant plus the what was it nine bludgeoning? Nine bludgeoning. Okay, yeah, this thing thunders. Oh, actually, I am lying to you. Uh, that is nine bludgeoning plus. I didn't add what I add for like strength. Uh, that's eleven. Oh, yeah, okay. Eleven. Yeah. Well, bludgeoning. this thing's still very dead. Oh. <laughs> and okay. as it collapses, it strains. The green flickering light dies. Yet another conduit shifts. The crimson of the crystal behind you flashes yet again to that porcelain blue-gray and slowly the red reasserts itself over the changing color of the crystal. 
And so you moved, you attacked. Uh, anything uh, else you got going on, Tirza? I think that is it for now. Okay. That... Um, I I am I am actually going to move slightly uh, t- towards this next one. Toward the last weird metal flower thing. Mm-hmm. All right, that will bring us to Talila, because the dragon is dead. Mm-hmm. Kill the dragon. Fuck yeah. She will order George. 5, 10, 20, 25, 30. George will charge northward, kind of beelining towards Tirza. Uh, but Tirza, you kind of assume George is heading towards that last flower. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> George is heading towards Tirza. Hmm. Yeah. Well, who knows? I, I feel like the first time uh, George was brought out, I'm pretty sure the command that that Talila used was just kill. So this is like an improvement that actual instruction is. Well, you're not sure because Talila's not actually saying anything. She's just looking in directions and it seems as though George is understanding. Mm. At a certain level, you can communicate telepathically with your golem. Nice. Slowly turns into a uh, (laughs) armored guardian. Um... (laughs) And she really does not have any spells that can help because there are no, like, you know, fleshy dead things around that can be animated properly. So, uh, yeah. Sid's still paralyzed. Sid is still paralyzed. She could probably work something with that, but no, she is just (laughs) going to uh, uh, cheer George on and kind of come up behind him a little bit. That will bring us to the end of the round where... The crystal will flash, and suddenly you see the headless dragon body slowly begin to stand up. The juices and fire gouting out of its neck stump continue to do so in an unabated fashion, but the mechanical nature of the dragon rises up, its tail whipping around, its wings jittering and shifting, and its arms kind of like stutter-stepping, pushing itself up off the ground. But this headless, decapitated clockwork dragon will stand back up. So do I get my health points? Do I get HP for Yeah, absolutely. It died. And then it just stopped. It got better. (laughs) Does my curse stop affecting it? Uh, if it doesn't died, the curse say then... it it stops if it died? Yeah. Yeah. So if the target <laughs> dies, you die or you're incapacitated. <laughs> but it was it was never alive to begin with. Do you want your hit it's points or no? Yes, I do. Okay. Then it damn. died. <laughs> okay. Can't both. I can't bargain with him. I can't. <laughs> that will bring us back to the top with Sid, who is still paralyzed. I failed. <laughs> She's still <laughs> paralyzed. Chilling. Straight vibing. Just straight vibing. Yeah. Uh, Tears. You know give me a I... constitution saving throw as a jet of gas erupts towards you. Yep. You know what? I carry this team 90% of the time. Thank you. Take care of this one. <laughs> just, Sid's just taking a break. Sid's this is off. his beach episode. I can't even lay down, though. I'm just like. <laughs> just frozen in like. 
like uh, terror with my hands up, trying to see, block. See, hold my jacket. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like coat over Sid. Yeah, yeah. I throw my suit catch, and it's just my jacket. And it's just draped over his face. He doesn't even get to see the cool <laughs> shit happening. Tirza, what was your con save? You know what my con save. Was. I really don't. I wish you'd tell me. <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh, oh. no. Oh. Uh. One, you say. That's ah, just a real yeah. bad hit. Uh, yeah, so Tirza is paralyzed yet again. That like, will bring us to yeah. Cherish. Okie dokie. Well, the dragon got back up, so my plans have changed. Um, The head is looking... Well, not like a head anymore. It's just a, a gemstone with head-like features. There is only one color still pumping into it, and that is crimson. Uh, and also, is it a dart? Oh, uh, first time on a turn or end. Okay, that's at the end of my turn. It will take damage, um, which is all well and good because. I am going to uh, spend two uh, sorcery points to mm -hmm. make my first uh, spell a bon or a bonus action. Quicken spell. Yeah, quicken spell. That's what it's called. Um, oh god, what am I casting? Um, <laughs> That's a, a very good That's question. A super good question. No, I'm casting uh, acid ray at the dragon. At what level? Um, at third level. Okay. Which means I am creating four... Four bolts, each at 2d6. Yes. Casting Scorching Ray at third level is the equivalent of casting Fireball. Except mm -hmm. you have way more control over where it goes. Uh, and less control over how many times it hits. Yes, correct. <laughs> less good for crowd control, very good for, you know, not exploding <laughs> your friends. Right. Which, you know. Uh, okay, so let's see. Um, my lowest oh, is a 13. Not supposed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 13 does not hit. Okay, uh, and the next highest is 18. 18 does hit. Okay, perfect. Uh, the other two, I rolled an 18 and a 16 plus 7, so I'm assuming those hit. Oh, yeah. So, let's see. So, several... Boiling acidic rays go pounding into this thing. Yeah. One of them does 10 damage. Ooh. One of them does 3. And one of them does 6. Okay. And then, as my action, Acid Bolt. At? The dragon. Got it. Uh, and that is a 23. Which will hit. And where did my D10s go? What did I do with them? Sorcerers. We cast all the spells. We cast all the spells. If you took the quick and magic meta magic thing. Right. Which took me forever, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> what, like two years? Ten levels, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 27. <laughs> Holy shit, nice. monkeys. Uh, 
so this thing collapses back to the ground. Its joints now beginning to fuse and pop and die. Uh, the, the body barely able to stand to begin with now is clearly losing structural integrity. I loosened it up for you. You know I did. <laughs> I, I know you did, girl. Thank you. Uh, and then the head takes... Oh, I was like, what the fuck did I use my D8s? They're right here, so I'm ready to roll them. Mm. Uh, well, the head does need to make another dex throw, dex save, I think. Oh, no, wow, that's a seven. Damage. Minus four is three. Well, yeah, I was going to say. I, actually, I think it actually four, just but... takes the damage, but... Yes. Yeah. It did not move out of the wall. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Eight plus eight is sixteen, plus five is twenty-one. Twenty-one. There is a shuddering, gasping sound, an intake of air. You all feel this rushing around you, and suddenly there is a violent pulling sensation from just behind your navels, as something makes your feet skitter across the ground as there's this intake of ethereal breath as something shatters within the crystal edifice of this floating thing. There is a moment in which that ticking that has been a constant throughout this whole fight suddenly stutters and stops. And then the sound starts back up again in reverse. It goes from starts going backwards. You feel something tugging at you as the last cracks meet at the center of this crystal. Just behind you, Tirza, you see Something surging through the crimson lattice work, even from your paralyzed state, as power ripples back up through the conduits and into this metal flower construct thing. And there is a pop and a hiss, and it explodes suddenly as feedback rushes back up through the conduits. A burst of power ripples through the room. Everything shudders and gasps. Anyone who is paralyzed is suddenly unparalyzed. The magic of the wall is immediately extinguished. The gemstone edifice of whatever this thing was hangs in the air for a beat before, from the cracks in its crimson surface begins to bleed out, like ink moving through water, a porcelain blue-gray that slowly spreads across the crystal and eventually starts bleeding out into the ring around it. The circle slowly filling in with that most terrible of colors. The walls around you suddenly and violently vanish as the crystal explodes, revealing a figure hanging suspended in the air. 
her figure wrapped in dark cloth. Shining little glimmers of light escaping from between ribbons of dark fabric. A voice breathing in, gasping, suddenly aware. The walls falling away, revealing endless circling cogwheels, ticking, grinding, hissing. The realm scar opening in front of you, silhouetting a figure that you haven't seen in several months, but last you saw her. She was attempting to undo the very reality upon which you stood. The Skane Witch, reformed, stands in the edifice of this realm scar. Her body shaking, her hands outstretched as though pinioned by something. Blue orbs of energy at the ends of each of her fingertips. She will slowly close her hands. The ticking, moving in reverse, suddenly stops. All the gears stop moving in the air. Then somewhere in the distance there's a Grochunk. 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 And the air around the skein which will shudder to her left and to her right. Appearing out of the air, two more figures emerging from the realm scar, each of them swathed in dark cloth. Two more witches appearing to either side of the one revealed here. And as this coven of skein witches emerges from this realm scar reality around you peeling away the chamber you are in now adrift in a floating clockwork mesh suspended above nothing skein witch the skein witches will turn towards the seven of you and a voice hissing out of nowhere will simply say, Threatless! And I think it is there that we're going to end our 100th episode of Material Components. Because as <laughs> always... You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at matcomrpg. That's spelled M-A-T-C-O-M-R-P-G. We also have an email address, which is materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. Always love hearing from all of our listeners. You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. Um, this is so exciting. <laughs> um, I'm... And thank you for listening to all 100 of our episodes. Listeners, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also support me and the art that I make on Patreon at patreon.com slash Elliot C. Lewis. I also have a Society6 store where you can buy some Matcom prints. Just to cherish or to Lila at the moment, but I'm working on it. Uh, and that is Elliot Lewis Art on Society6. Uh, you can find the link on my Twitter. So, 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cryoutolivia. Um, you guys, I'm so proud of us. We did it. We got to a hundred episodes, and yeah. we didn't. And only our alternate reality selves have died horribly. So, I think that's a success. Oh. Um. Yeah, I I really appreciate you guys. Uh, whether you're you've been listening from day one or you're just getting started now, again, <laughs> weird place to start. Weird place to start. Just Wild. just strange. But you know what? You do you listen to them backwards. There's actually a hidden code in every single one <laughs> oh, of them. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, there is, but backwards doesn't help. No, yeah. I, well, I I'm what, listening to them backwards isn't going to help, but yeah, you could. Listen to it backwards while watching Wizard of Oz. It's transcendent. Mm-hmm. Uh, watch it backwards while watching Wizard of Oz. Um, and then tell me what you find on Twitter. And you can come hang out. But only if you do that. Um, but only you wanna... if you do that. If you yeah. don't, if you don't put in the effort, then don't even bother. <laughs> It's a two-way street. We put in the effort for 100 episodes. You can listen to them in reverse while watching Wizard of Oz. Come on. How, how many viewings of Wizard of Oz would that take to get backwards? It's, like it's only lot. three, actually. It's oh, wow. There's a weird time <laughs> yeah. dilation. Yeah. So actually, more episodes of more watchings of Wizard of Oz than there are episodes. That, that movie's not as long as most of our episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you want to find me on Twitter and Instagram, you can find me at the Redimus, uh, where I post uh, pictures of things. It's mostly cool mountains, and sometimes I'll post pictures of dice on the the Matcom uh, Instagram. So yeah, find me there. Do it um, now. Do it. Uh, do it. And do it. An- another thing that you can do right now, uh, as you are listening to this podcast is uh, rate and review it on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Um, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Uh, it's really helpful for us. Um, it, you know, a positive review uh, tells other people that, hey, maybe this uh, cool D&D podcast is worth listening to. Um, and then also, it's just nice to hear from you. So um, please do that. Uh, and if you include the name of an NPC in the subject line of the review, we will put that name in this campaign. Now, I don't know what's going to happen next session. And I get the distinct feeling that all three of the Skane Witches have names already. <laughs> but, but I'm just going to posit the idea that maybe they need to be named by you, the listeners. I... I'm just I'm just gonna throw it out there. Mike can do what he wants, but uh, it okay, sure would be funny. Their names are, of course, Skainwitch, Corey Hamewitch, and Bainwitch. Get out! <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's sorry. That's yeah, canon that's, now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, and of course, you can find all three of those uh, people uh, in me on Twitter, because they are all <laughs> me. Uh, I'm responsible for this madness. You're uh, every Mike the whole time. It was Mike the whole time. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at MKGurgunny, where I am always happy to discuss this rambling nonsense that keeps spilling out of my head like Athena from the brow of Zeus. And you can find our good, good friend... 
Omatep over on Twitter, at NPC underscore AN, because even though he is probably not going to show up in any of these final episodes, I mean, you could take a shopping break, I don't know, but leastwise, even though he's not going to probably show up, he is, of course, an important NPC. So. Like, wish in the middle of a battle one time. I know that very specifically he only shows up when there's no danger, but I I do want us to just be like, let's take a break and go see Omatep really quick. Hey, you guys, guess what? Folding boat, only five gold. Holy crap. Nope. Okay, I'm good. Bye. The skein <laughs> No, the skein which is here for, for, for purchasing. They showed up. They want oh, to buy your entire stock. We need a folding Omatep, what... can you do curbside service? Can you no! just have Alexander bring the <laughs> boat to us? No Instacart? There's there's a pandemic going on. Come on, man. Wear that mask and gloves, you'll be fine. Um, <laughs> retail is a harsh and cruel mistress. Um, <laughs> Very true. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. To this, our 100th episode. Wow, that feels weird to say. What's yeah. going to be weirder is me typing 101 into all the save files I make next week. So, looking forward to that because this shit ain't over yet. Mm-mm. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for continuing to listen. And, mm-hmm. as always, the world, all worlds, are chaos. <laughs> so, please, be kind to each other. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. I'm I... paralyzed. <laughs> Still. You can't speak. You can't speak. Shush. I'm thinking it. <laughs>